Oh, oh, look at these guys. Oh. Look at these guys. They're on screen. Yes. Welcome to the final show, final RC After Hours podcast for 2019. Who would have believed we'd be saying that? And for, for just good for measures, I saw the comments in the poll, and it was they want to see Chris and Mike back on the show, so why not? So without any further delay, ladies and gentlemen, it's Chris and Mike who are guests of the RC After Hours podcast. Isn't this kind of weird? Oh, look at that. There's light. Someone added light to the show. Cool. Awesome. Uh, Mike looks a little pasty with that. Maybe, <laughs> maybe hit it down. <laughs> well, I'm blind. Hold woo, on. Woo. Hey. That's better. There we that go. That looks sorry. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you. Perfect. I was definitely pasty. Our lighting crew, what's going on up there? Our million dollar lighting crew up yes. there. Yes. Well, this is it. Hey, you know, like we start off the show, it's the, well, I don't know what the value of Canadian at this point is, but here we go. We have our live studio and, and Chris and Mike are here and we actually have people who are, you know, we advertise, we advertise the show and that always goes Mm, mm, right so um here we go so this is the year in review podcast i've shared with chris and mike the uh, the details of what has uh, gone down and what has transpired and who and what and everything and i should find my show notes because i'm completely off script and take it off you know i'm all uh i'm all out of whack here <laughs> how are you guys uh, been i, I, I will talked. say mike yeah, yeah go ahead um I like being at the other end. Like <laughs> yeah. we're just sitting here having a few now cocktails. You know how I feel. <laughs> yeah, right. No wonder you wanted to do the podcast I, all the time. I didn't make anything, but no, I didn't lose no. anything either. No, I didn't have any, any hard work no. involved. No, I just like a, hanging out, and I thought that's what tonight might be about a little exactly, bit too. Exactly, mm. exactly. I guess, I guess the only problem is when we start the hot seat questions. When I start grilling you about what you've been flying, I mean, it's going to be kind of like. Eh, but you, you. If I oh, that'll be a quick question. <laughs> that'll be a quick answer. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to that. But it's just quick gonna, answer. No. We've been. I've been having. I'm still healing from mountain biking. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't know what you're talking about. I had surgery two days ago again. Oh, again? Oh man! Just oh. a manipulation surgery to tear the t- scar tissue away and stuff uh, they put gotcha. me under. So, gotcha. but it went out. It went great, and I got range of motion, not sore. So nice. that all went well. Thank God. <laughs> All right, where should we start? Well, where do you want, have, do you want to go first? I'm going to break out these show notes because, I mean, uh, well, I, yeah, let me grab these show notes. Uh, sorry, I hear stuff going on in the background on my end. I think there's a bunch of voicemails. Tomorrow apparently is snowmageddon here in Ottawa in the land of ice and snow. We've actually had a very oh, mild – Oh, we're, we're getting it's been sn- raining here all day. Oh, yeah. We're going to get freezing rain, so we're getting notices that, like, office buildings are being shut down and everything. So, you know, so everybody's going to be able to sit back and listen to the podcast tomorrow and have a good old time. So uh, I'm just going to very quickly look on, see who's online. Looks like we got Frank, Victor's there, Bill's there, uh, Scott Will's there. So there's a bunch of people. Delta. So it's uh, it's good to see everybody. We actually, like I said, I advertise this podcast. And once again, we're focusing in on the audio quality. Hopefully everything is recording. It sounds good for everybody because we've been, I've been reading the notes. I've been reading the, the stuff. And on the podcast on iTunes, the last time I checked, we were in the top 40 for Aviation Hobby, which is amazing for what uh, nice. you know the little show has been doing. Um, broadcasting as much as I can. Podcasting as much as I can when I feel like it. Um 
For those guys who were watching and listening, yeah, November was a little bumpy. October was a little bumpy with everything going on, but uh, you know, it's uh, it's uh, it's slowly getting easier and better and everything. So the purpose of the show is one to say hi to these guys over here, and two, obviously, to uh, talk about uh, the results, um, this poll that we put together. And since it was, you know, for the last couple of months, it's just been me running the helm of the show. I decided to throw it back out to the podcasting community and over the last couple of weeks I've let a poll run and we've got uh, subjects and I'm just going to run over the categories really quick uh, just so everybody knows what we're talking about. So we're talking about best foam plane. We're talking about best balsa plane. We're talking about best twin prop plane, uh, best EDF jet, best warbird, best sport flyer, best high wing, best glider, best heli, and best multi-rotor. And then there's a bunch of other little categories that I let people put in their inputs. And and again, thanks for all the input and the, and the feedback and everything. And then we'll talk about what you guys have been up to, what you think about the future and everything. And I've got a couple predictions for 2020, and I want to see what, uh, what you guys think about that as well. So uh blame andre hey our buddy steve is on <laughs> thank you yes blame hey, steve. andre yeah <laughs> steve is having a good old time we talk fairly frequently and i guess it is uh what's the date today the 29th so happy you know i hope everybody's had a really nice christmas holiday and a happy new year's and everything and i think 2019 overall even though it's been a little weird it's been successful i think so so we're having some fun. So um, let's jump into this. I'm going to bring up, uh, you guys can, I don't know if you're seeing the comments, but we're going to do, ooh, we're looking at them. technology. Look at that. I love this application. So <clears throat> uh, it was like a, it was a clear winner. I put down a bunch of aircraft in the best foam category and um, the, for Motion RC, the free wing AL37 just paved the votes. Uh, it was like uh, it, 43.6%. Uh, in the show notes, I will hang all the links to these various aircraft. And this one kind of came out of left field. We talked to Alpha. We knew it was coming back in the spring. And I'm seeing a ton of YouTube traffic with this airplane. And uh, it was high on my list. It's just that shipping cost. So if I ever get one into the fleet, it'll have to wait until July when I'm in Ohio. But the thing looks great. Uh, the schemes, the schemes of people that people have been doing on this aircraft yes. is phenomenal. And I think that's where it's unreal. It's, you know, like you wouldn't have thought an airliner and I'm sitting here on my YouTube channel and it's like, or my YouTube subscription fee and people are just plastering all the guys in the West coast, you lucky dogs, you know? Um, yeah. Right. You know, sitting behind me my, over my left shoulder is what I picked up for Christmas. And that poor jet won't go anywhere for a couple months, you know? So it's it's really unfortunate. Look at that gorgeous beast. And look at that thing. The Sukhoi 30. Beautiful looking jet. <clears throat> and yeah, we'll talk about that one later. Back to the uh, the main point. And uh, yeah, I, uh, ta- we talked with Alpha. Had a good chat with him about this airplane. And hats off for going and going in a slightly different direction uh, than their normal uh, their normal affair. And yeah, there you go. Top foam plane of 2019. And I have to say, I think if it had been my vote, uh, well, uh, I would have picked this. What did you pick, Chris? I don't think Mike even voted. Mike didn't I, know about the votes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm right there with you. I, I That was my choice. And not to toot the RC After Hours horn or anything, mm-hmm. but I'm telling you, we've talked about this for the last two years, that 
every how many people did we talk to that wanted uh, some kind of jet airliner, you know, commercial airliner yeah. or large, you know, like the C one thirty, you know, and. It just seems funny to me that, you know, originally when we were talking to Alpha about this and he was kind of on the fence, you know, I don't know if it's really possible or feasible with everything and this and that. And, you know, and it kind of blew our hopes out of the water. Well, then, boom, the the C-130 come out and then, boom, now we have the Motion RC uh, airliner. Like, yeah. So not that I'm bragging or anything, but like we really pushed on this hard. And it just seems funny now that, you know, where is this going to go? Because I I think it's phenomenal uh, what Motion has done with this airplane. And like you said, Andre, just not that I'm really involved in RC anymore, but I just scroll through Instagram and everything and uh, whether or on Facebook and the pictures that I've seen of the different airlines, you know, whether yeah. anything from Alaska Air to UPS to whatever, there's the schemes these people are coming up with and painting them. Some yeah. people have even gone military. It is unbelievable. And the flight videos I've seen have been unbelievable. And I'm, I'm just amazed at this airplane, honestly. Yeah, the variety. And I think that's the best part about it. Everybody, <clears throat> you know, everybody goes and they get their jet and they, their warbird or whatever. And they all kind of look the same. But the, the sheer and um, Callie Graphics, shout out to her. She is probably just mm-hmm. been so busy. It's probably like um, from an artistic standpoint, she's probably bored out of her mind just continuously putting out these. But everybody has a unique brand. And they look like they fly fly pretty good i'm like uh victor is on there and I, I we probably could grill him online but um i think they land a little fast but i tell you i could probably <laughs> I, sit there and touch and go with these things all day and do those little flybys and just you know stuff mm-hmm. that you would never do with passengers on board um the military schemes are probably my favorite and if i was to do one it would uh, the uh, the Polaris, which is the Can- our Canadian Forces Airbus, they did a 75th anniversary for the uh, the Air- Royal Canadian Air Force. Sorry, Canada. Um, I'm you know a, uh, <laughs> but if I was to do one up, it would totally look like that. And that's got the old stand, you know, the old red line and everything across, and it just says mm-hmm. you know ca- you know Canadian Air Force. Uh, it looks sweet. Um, but well, I just. You know, the 6S, everybody's got a ton of success. If you're in the EDFs, I mean, this is a no-brainer. It does cost a bit of money. It's a big right. plane. I've heard people talk about mm-hmm. the storage dilemma with this thing. Yeah. Because uh, it's a f- very long fuselage, but, uh, you know. And we saw, I don't have the graphic now, but um, we have saw hints of another manufacturer coming out with a 747, which looked amazing. Oh, wow. <laughs> right. Yeah. Now, I could be totally off my rocker and i'm not 100 percent sure it was this plane but i'm pretty sure i seen a video of the new mo- motion airliner that somebody did reversing engines on it with reversing escs and they were showing it actually landing reversing the escs and slowing it down then actually once it was stopped they were reversing it on the ground taxiing it Ooh. so i thought that was rather interesting yeah so i, I guess from from a technical standpoint if you let the <clears throat> as long as the ESE spools down enough that the motors don't because you right. spin the nut right off you could do that would be kind of cool lots of lots yeah, of people talking about like neat. doing um poseidon p8s and stuff and i yeah like that one there was a there's a kc refueler one and they've got a nice shot yep, with a, i think one. it was an f35 flying behind it in formation it just the what you can do and the fact mm-hmm. the fact that you can get one in plain white and just go at it and the fact that you're going to take a 500 dollars play foam plane and, and paint it and change the graphics right away so you know hats off to them yeah all right i agree uh yep. how- 
How about durability, Andre? Have you heard anything? Like, I, I can imagine uh, yes. a plane that size and everything, land landing gear. It would be, yeah. yeah, like if you don't have this nice, smooth, long runway. I mean, how's it doing I, on durability? If you so, so, but the only thing we've seen so far, I don't know about the gear, but I've seen, and, and, and Victor had this happen to him well, but it was a really rough landing and it got caught in a rut on the grass, is that glue joint. Mm -hmm. it, it looks like they could have oh. done with an extra sp couple spars, uh, uh, carbon, carbon mm -hmm. fiber spars on that glue joint and really set that up or some i'm almost wondering if people are going to start 3d printing little lips to go in there just to help the thing mash together because it's just foam to foam but if you had some oh, kind yeah. of little ring on the right. inside of that just to help that area mm -hmm. that's about it i think right. otherwise uh it's just, it's it's free wing standard 70 millimeter like the power systems and everything we know are working um and really only from from a gripe standpoint is people just uh i've heard people not liking the um the underbelly uh being exposed but like what are you gonna do i mean this mm. is, you know yeah like, right you don't want to be yeah. you don't want to be overweighing this thing because i've got a feeling it's you know pushing yes. pretty hard but still i mean you touch touch and go landings all day long with this thing i think it's just right and they've they've just sparked a new category as far as i'm concerned which is really interesting and later on in my notes we talk mm -hmm. about i'm going to talk about the edf technology so uh yeah yes it's it's and, yeah it's hd uh sorry uh hsd neil is uh steve is telling me they're the ones that came out with the i'd have to look it up but i'm not gonna worry so they they had a 747 whether it actually comes to market or not but it looked big and how do you transport these things right so but hey yeah variety. Right. like i said the west coast guys are just I'm rocking them out so uh, i would uh next time i get elf on the show i want to know what he's doing number wise that they've sold uh but i think uh mm -hmm. <laughs> after our show buddy. huge hit <laughs> yep you're allowed it's it's called after hours for a reason we are here to have some fun it's the end of the year i'm just stoked to have you guys back on the show for 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 a little guest appearance uh victor sure. says 9.2 pounds in full flight configuration i guess that's with a 5006s wow. so that's a lot of foam wow. so yeah wow heavy plane and the uh, the 747 is around 12 pounds. That's pretty impressive. That's a lot of mass. Mind you, I'm, I'm sure my A10 yeah. is clocking into that too. So, All right. So next up, we're going to talk about Best Balsa. Um, and this was an interesting one. I'm going to click on over. And oh boy, who would have guessed? Hey, another a Hangar Nine. Actually, all these all these planes were pretty like we were talking within a couple of votes of each other. Um, mm -hmm. but I think this one is 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 a, is a smart one. Sixty cc, hundred and sixteen inch. This is the Hangar Nine Cub Crafts X Club. What a plane! Uh, it's like a thousand dollar kit. Uh, you know? Yeah, Andre. I forgot when we were doing, you were doing the poll. Did you have the Folker in there from Hangar yes, 9? Yes, I did. I did, and that was like the second place aircraft. Oh, okay. Yeah. That I would I don't know which one I voted for, but. Hold on here. Let me pull up those notes while we're talking. I can tell you, and I'll give you the stats too on what was in second place and everything for the, um, uh, for the poll. Do, 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 do. I would have thought the Folker would have beat out the Cub. I think but. it's just on, on cost maybe. Because the Folker is, kind of, is more expensive as an airplane. All right. 
So for the best foam, I'll kick back really quick. Uh, in second place, it was the E-Flight 1.5 meter uh, EC-1500. So that was a nice solid oh, okay. aircraft. And then after that was the Flight Test P-38, which uh, which is something nice and mm. new and sleek and everything. And we'll talk about it in the show. After that, there were a little one-offs, the Beaver from from our FMS, a couple flex planes, uh, a few uh, a free wing jet. So, in the uh, best balsa, though, looking at this, yeah, this had the uh, the Hangar Nine had had more than half the votes at forty three, or almost half the votes, I should say, at forty three point six. And you know, Sunday night math is not going to be optional. <laughs> and then in second was the Folker uh, with only twenty eight percent. And then after that, it was uh, wow. Uh, and I think the Folker just comes down to cost, right? So cost and the yeah, high wing, uh, the high wing air. I mean, they're all very hangar nine. They're on a roll this year. It was really awesome. We saw that early on in the year and they just started banging stuff off and just kind of, it's like they got, someone took the hinge off them and said, go. And all of a sudden we just started these, we started seeing these big airplanes, these big, you know, high dollar high quality monsters that you know if i had the place if i had the means to transport if i had a trailer and a, you know and the, you know totally totally mm-hmm. totally would be after something like this but a high wing big cup at 116 inches you know you just go i mean this thing is huge yeah. i mean after that it was like all one offs and that so nothing too interesting uh the profly bronco would have been kind of cool and then things like the the uh, the 110 inch timber, but this one was the king of that of that run. All right. <laughs> oh, what are you laughing the dogs. at? The dogs. Yeah. Oh, they're Sorry. quite a riot. Yeah, they so, are. They're a trip. Here's a new one to the market, <laughs> and the uh, it is the uh, the E Flight Twin Otter, and this airplane, if it had been available in stores for Christmas, probably would have ended up on the uh, uh, you know in the hangar. Um, what's kind of interesting about the Twin Otter is it's only 1.2 <clears throat> meters, and it's a 3S plane, yeah. so it kind of fits right. into this market that was kind of missing um, because yeah, like, the 1500 is big. And let's see what it went out as. So it beat out the the uh, I thought the EC uh, the the EC fifteen hundred, which was my vote, was going to get it, but it beat out the EC fifteen hundred. It beat out the Avios um, uh, Albatross uh, and a bunch of other ones. Uh, so geez, you know, but it comes with you know AS three X. It comes with floats, mm-hmm. and it's it's not a huge airplane. Um, and being a three S, it, it probably flies really really nice. Yeah, and I was surprised that it was only 3S, and I got to give props to Horizon. Like, everything's going six-cell now, these big jets. Price, you know, we're talking four or $500 for planes, which yeah. we'll get into later about prices this year. So for them to come something smaller, but still a twin engine, yeah. on a three-cell, what, 2200 I'm assuming, uh, props to them. You know, we haven't seen a whole lot of that it seems like this year no so. it's it, it's a seven inch prop uh 3s 2200 3200 <laughs> which if you're a 3s person you've got yeah. tons of this uh 20 ESCs. oh yeah well this is it you know yeah. and and with the floats or or nice tricycle landing gear this thing is you know one not huge and two super durable i'm trying to find the photo of uh yeah there it is in the in the pilot's hands. It's not a big plane. My only concern no. flying it is I Mike, would you overfly that wing? You know that 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 thin 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 wing. 
Nah, I wouldn't think so. <laughs> Although watching the videos, it seemed pretty fast. I yeah. it w- seemed like it flew faster than what I, I expected. But you know, that's just video. That'd be easy for transport and storage. Yes. Too, well, this sure. is it. Yeah. This is there, there this is, is my. It's not you know, that big. Oh yeah. This is where my uh, like it seems like everything I've looked at and purchased this year has either been super tiny or monster size. You know, and it's like, wow, can right. I? Right. That looks like a really nice size. Yeah. 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 And so it's it's it, I personally hand you know hands off to uh, to the selection crew picking up. Uh, I went with the 1500, but I own it and enjoy that airplane. So that's, mm-hmm. that was my vote. All right. Jumping into EDFs, and we can have a really good discussion because I have to be honest, 2019 for me was the year that I really relaxed and enjoyed the EDFs. And I'm almost sad that October was a write-off and into November for me just because I was dealing with all the the fun stuff in my life. Um, But uh, (laughs) someone just said Norman. Norman's not a twin, but Norman could be a twin. Uh, but <laughs> Nomad. Uh, is that what you're looking at? Uh, oh, sorry, Nomad. Twin Otter looks excellent. Kind of reminds me of an Australian classic, the Nomad. Yeah, okay, there you go. And and totally, totally, if I owned one, it would go RCAF yellow and, and be decaled up right away because that's what they fly up north. But uh, on to the EDFs. The EDF vote was the hottest one. It was back and forth. Was it? Yes, yes. <clears throat> and it's funny because... Guess what? You're gonna love this vote because this was this was down to the wire, but the E Flight F four Phantom eked it out just one oh, vote, wow. one vote over the free wing F twenty two and the free wing wow. um the free wing F four was right behind it. Same thing with the FMS. Mm-hmm. They were all it was just neck and neck. It was awesome to watch. And I kept putting out calls because at one point down the categories we were tied and I kept putting out the links saying, Keep voting, people, keep voting. Oh, yeah, I right. didn't want to see a tie. This jet is phenomenal. It is phenomenal. Yeah. I've, I've owned one. It's it's there in the background. Uh, a fluid. Mm-hmm. Mine is the plug and play. Um, and it's uh, it flies really well. It uh, Once you set it up, it's a little... Uh, it's one of those airplanes that you got to let come off the ground. And I was laughing because of the second oh, or yeah. third flight. I, sorry, the second flight, I was messing around with the elevator and the CG. And when it popped off the deck, it went like straight nose up and went vertical. And uh, I was like, I, I I was like, wow, it is. <laughs> so by the third flight, we got it under control. My only hesitation was the there's a um, the port underneath uh, the cheater port underneath is is very exposed. Um, but I have had, mm-hmm. I had no issues because you basically you're coming in throttle off, and that seemed to do the trick mm-hmm. really well. So. Uh, and, but again, so it was close. It was really close. Uh, the FMS uh, that was in second, and what was all the other ones? The F sixteen did well. The E flight F sixteen, which kind of started the season off, right? We remember early in January mm-hmm. or whatever the guys were flying that one, and that kind of right. took off. And all of a sudden, E flight put out. They put out the F eighteen and everything in the last plane. They put out from E flight mm-hmm. in a jet. Oh yeah, look at that. Look at that, the Sukhoi. That thing is huge. <laughs> so now, it's, Andre, were you were you surprised? Like, I think we talked about before, you know, uh, earlier in the year that the the jet scene started to take off a little bit. But I I honestly did not think that it was really going to take off like it did. And not only did it just take off, but like big 
like super scale six cell jets. Like it's unbelievable yeah. how many have come out. You know, there's a few small, you know, four cell, you know, I think E Flight put out a couple, but and the yeah. cost, like I'm Yeah. Yeah, not cheap. Is this a is this a a turning point? Like the the hobby's doing good enough that, you know, these jets are coming out at five, six hundred dollars and you're buying five thousand six cell batteries. Seven thousand. You know, Seven thousand from from uh, uh, Spectrum. Uh their their new no? their new smart pack. Seven thousand six S. Um it, it was interesting <clears throat> because um uh, Tyler, who's on the chat right now, uh, works at my local Great Hobbies. Hello, Tyler. Good evening. Mm-hmm. And the uh, crew at uh, the Ottawa Great Hobbies, who have been really nice to me this year. Um, they, um, He was telling me the sales have been really strong. And I... Wow. I, I, I is is that because it's just kind of new? Like, you know, we've been w- Warbirds and Scale uh, Plane. I mean, it's been the same stuff yeah. for how long? And now there's... You know, the jets have finally come full circle to where, yeah, they had them back in the day, but they usually flew like crap. M- That's most what of I was them. wondering if the technology yes, more, exactly. more easy to handle yes. and not so intimidating. Right. Like the, they used they to were be. underpowered, didn't fly that well. So now with the new technology and the new batteries and everything, yeah, right. Yeah, I kind of agree. Well, I, it's with. a combination. And then, you know, we saw like when. We know that we know that FMS does a lot of the development for uh, for her uh, Horizons aircraft. Horizon, and then, mm-hmm. and, and then they take over and they start working on. And I think we've seen a jump where the AS3X is really the really like the, what they were doing with that F16 in their demo videos. Mm-hmm. Just here, toss it and go, right. and it and it just takes off and yeah. it flies. So they brought they brought that um, they brought that 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 class you know to the mass you know they brought that flying because i mean i fly my i this thing behind me this this big aircraft is a bind and fly we'll talk about that we'll talk about that okay so i now have two bind and fly jets so i do have modules and everything but i will be flying off a radium we'll talk about that later in the show Mm -hmm. and so what they've done is i think they've just bridged that gap and they finally made it where you know someone who was on the fence before says okay i'm gonna i'm gonna get my first jet i'm gonna buy Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll drop the extra 200 bucks. I'll buy two 6S packs. And that just opens the floodgates. Because, like I said, <laughs> this year, <laughs> this year I relaxed. I enjoyed flying the EDFs. And I was, like I said, I was sad that by October, because everything I was dealing with, I didn't get out flying and the weather changed and then we lost the field, uh, mm-hmm. the snow and ice and everything. But I flew the a10 i flew the f4 multiple times i flew um the the jeez which ones uh i flew the flex you got jet. so many you don't even know i flew the flex jet i flew that little fms uh a yak 130 like that that mm-hmm. had to be one of my favorite and it's funny because you start the day off and you warm up with the yak and then you get to something a right. bigger and now i'm sitting here and i have 16 6s packs 3,300s, 4,500s, 5,000s, and 62s. I'm like, I could power my home for days. <laughs> yes. Okay, but here's here's the thing, Andre. Like, I, I know your fleet of planes and everything. So, this, for example, that Sukhoi behind you, beautiful jet, super expensive. Is that something you're really going to take out and fly a lot? I, I wouldn't just for the fact that 
I'd be so nervous about something happening or I, crashing it. You know man, what I mean? Man, I, I roughed the landing gear up on the A-10 and I, I, I giggled it off because the planes flew so well. I know I can repair it. And I had such a good time flying it. I was in, I was stunned by the footage about how much ground space I was taking up. But the Sukhoi, and, and mm-hmm. it was one of those things where, you know, my, my chase quad guy was like, you got to slow down. I'm like, I will, I will, I will. But I mucked the gear up on landing, avoiding running into him. And I would have flown the second time. Mm-hmm. I just got used to the aircraft. This thing, I've watched the slow performance video. I've watched things like Pilot Ryan and a couple other guys fly this thing slow. You put the air brake out, and mm-hmm. the AS3X doing its job and just holding everything stable. That's so true. I'm super excited. Now, I'm, I'm, I'm hugely aware that I'm going to need all the runway. I'm going to need every ounce of yeah. that runway to come in and land and take off because it just takes up that much space. But at the end of the day, I was kind of like, eh, do I want this thing? And I kind of went, yeah, do I do I need this? And this is need it. Do uh, I need it? No. Do I want it? Hell yeah. So, yes. you know, that one They're landed right. there. But uh, like I said, like for me, the, the Warbirds, it's not the Warbirds, sorry, the EDFs, they've been the surprise of the year for me. Um, of course, and, and I come back to saying that uh, planes are going, yeah, planes you fly, you got to be afraid to crash. I'm just trying to read what Tyler's about, turning my head away from the microphone, but uh it's it's i'm over that risk factor uh you know the flex really freaked me out initially but now i've gotten to the point where i'm comfortable and i'm enjoying them and that's big that is really big and really special so um yeah it's just kind of why not right i mean you gotta enjoy well i i agree with you like if i had that huge rc budget i guess yeah who cares buy it and fly it but like I think for a lot of people, five, six hundred. Yes. Okay, let's say six hundred dollars yeah. plus batteries. That's a lot of money for for a lot of people, and to go out and you know, I being a little nervous, like crashing that sucker. That's a you know, I don't know. That's just me thinking, I guess. I no, if, no, in you like are completely me, right. And you know, Tyler made a comment on here too. You know, if you're if you're afraid to crash it, then you shouldn't be you know flying it anyway. Which that makes I guess a good point, but. I mean, that thing is awesome looking like, oh, man. I mean, it is a beautiful well, like jet. Like I said earlier, too, the technology takes a lot of intimidation away from these. I don't think we realize how well these things fly That's from back point. when we started That's with a it. Good I really point. do. Yeah, yeah, they probably it, are a lot better. Because I know think. when I started, we, you throw a jet, oh, so you might geez. as well just throw it right in the trash can. Yes, right. I mean, it's not, it's not going to fly. Yeah. And it's, yeah. it's totally changed, yeah. I think. It is. Right. Uh, and so that's that's where I'm going to be really curious, and that's why I went with the Bind Fly. And I also have the uh, the E-Flight Havoc, and, and I'm going to try those out, and I'm going to see how it feels. Now, don't get me wrong. It is three minutes of terror. It is three minutes of terror. But like <laughs> when I flew the right. F4, it was like, wow, I can relax. And then I flew the F the A10, and I was like, this is really. I was more nervous my first flight when I first took off with the with the um, the Yak, and it was just, hey, oh. okay, I've got this. I can do this. Yeah, and the confidence no was back into me. I was able to you know and enjoy it. Right. And I I had a really rough. I had a whoops with the with the Yak and roughed it up, but repaired it. And you know, and I scrubbed the landing gear on the the poor A10. But that was me not using the rudder and dumping the ailerons. But that's going to happen, right? And it's yes, you've got to be. The foam is good. The repair techniques are good. So mm-hmm. yeah, it, but. I, I warn people who ask about the A10, not the A10, sorry, the EDFs. I said, look, this is an investment and it's an addiction. 
because you're going to go, ooh, I like this one. And then and you start seeing yeah. – and I have it now. Like the, the – the, we'll talk about the batteries, but the 5,000s came in. They were on sale, and I wanted to try them and everything. So I have mm-hmm. it for the season. And it's like I look at them. I go, okay, the F4, that takes this battery. Got it. Great. You know, So I'm looking as I buy the Jets – I go, what fits into this battery so I have it so I know what battery to use? And so at the same time, I full on admit the hangar is full. So I don't think you're going to see any more jets coming into the hangar for 2020. <laughs> I hear that all the time. <laughs> How did the FR look near? Because that looks to that, me like it well, would be awesome. Well, that was our favorite one of the show, right? I think that would look awesome in the air yeah. as far it as tracking and stuff. Beautiful. Too, so we, I had some. So my buddy Steve, who's Captain Drone, he's got his YouTube channel. He chases. He did some really nice chase, and it looked nice. And I was like, "Ooh, am I going to be awesome. able to track? Am I going to be able to track this thing? It's gray, and I had no issues flying it. It was yeah. so smooth. Yeah. Really? Uh, you know? Wow. It, it looks. Stunning. It has distinct features and mm-hmm. the looks and stuff that it's I really like. It's got the chicken like, legs. So. Yeah. yeah. It's uh, <laughs> it's a really nice looking airplane. So, uh, what's Andre? What's uh, what's this? Uh, Lee Davis, Andre, find a construction site. Uh, most yeah, find some pavement and everything. Yeah, it's uh, I like where I fly, but the, the only bad thing is the gravel trap. But the trick is to just put some some screen in underneath so you don't suck up any gravel. So otherwise, we tend to have the field at our disposal and everything. All right, moving on. Right. Warbirds. Uh, this was a slam dunk. Can you guess? Can anybody guess what the top warbird for 2019? Oh, had had to be the um, the Corsair from Motion, right? Boom. And it was funny. I specified. I mean, you can't beat that. No, you can't. And I I should have went in. I should have done a, a bubble top versus the uh, bird cage, but I just said what oh, airplane. Yeah. Right. And we all when this thing came out, we all drooled. Uh, and it's funny because I yeah. This year for twenty for twenty nineteen, my flying outside of the little bit that I flew the the EC fifteen hundred, it was three S or six S. There was nothing in between. And wow. this, you know, if I was to have looked at an airplane this year, this one was you know mm-hmm. the top Warbird. But I kind of was like, I haven't flown my my P fifty one. I haven't flown this. I haven't flown that. I haven't flown any of the Spitfires. You know, so it's kind of like. It was kind of I, I was in between sport flyers and jets because they complemented each other a little better than flying a warbird because you fly them all a little. And it got to the point I had forgotten. I was what was I flying? Uh, I was flying the big tundra and I forgot how to control like it's just like tail dragger. I was like, oh man, I haven't flown a tail dragger in such oh, a long time that I did a ground yeah. loop. And I'm like, ooh, I haven't done that oh, wow. in ages. So right, yeah. So this thing is, and, uh, and I'll be honest, like I, I don't get me wrong, I love the jets and everything, but my personal choice, yeah. if I was going to buy a bigger, expensive, this would be it right here, mm-hmm. the the bubble top, uh, Flightline Corsair. All right, I mean, no questions asked. And this one, this was uh, the Corsair was like fifty one point three percent of the vote. It was it was a landslide, wow. and then after that, it was. Yeah. It was the the P fifty one, the small P fifty one from Flightline, mm-hmm. uh, the Inner fifty, mm-hmm. which is I've seen in person, gorgeous. Eddie Black showed me right. I had one at Flight Fest, looked great. Uh, the mm-hmm. flight test, um, John uh, uh, Overstreet has been doing some amazing stuff with the flight test foam and really getting them nice. And then what was the other? Yeah, the P forty seven, the P fifty one. Uh, there's a, just a bunch. Someone also in the chat just mentioned Lee Davis and, uh, said, uh, he likes the E-Flight P-39. Um, it looks nice. Mm. It kind of, the yeah. landing gear doesn't do anything for me cause it's really tall. It's a really right. tall tricycle. And I, I, for whatever reason, whenever yeah. I look at a warbird, 
I like tail dragger warbirds for it's like you know Trish mm-hmm. you're here for a jet and and then your your warbirds yeah. are all tail draggers just because of it's that it's that it's that classic look and you know you can't beat a corsair uh, so it, yeah. it'll be interesting. I, I think, yeah, I think honestly though, for money wise, and if you got a little skill in painting and and everything, the flight test P thirty eight I think was the was the best yeah. as far as a, a budget. Great flyer, best looking. You know, like I said, if you got a little painting skills, some of the ones they did uh, mm-hmm. painted up and flew in their videos, I thought were amazing. Yeah, yep. and it looked, I mean, real. There's a kit. I got the kit here. I've got the full seat pack and everything. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, hats oh, off. Wow. I, I spent a little bit of time and I've and actually chatting with, and, and it's funny because the flight test community and John particularly has been pushing me to get back into building my own little, my own little project. So I've been 3d printing stuff and just when I go, you know, I'm mm-hmm. January, February, when it's minus stupid outside, you'll, you'll see me starting to build again and everything because it's just, it's so cold. Like, who wants to, who wants to freeze yeah. up the fingertips, you know? And it's just like, ah, but right tail dragger yeah well jacker you need a tail dragger jet um uh, like hmm, a tail dragger <laughs> jet i don't even think they yeah that would be kind of weird that would be really weird so what people are chatting away hmm. i got oh <laughs> it's funny all all my all my great sources for uh from around uh around the world are, are pinging me over messenger and everything so i'll look at all that afterwards um and it's funny because, you know, it'll be interesting to see what the industry does. You know, have we seen the peak in the Warbirds, right? Like, unless you start, the P-38 was out of the, again, sorry, the P-39, the E-Flight P-39 mm-hmm. was kind of out of left field because we didn't even know what it was. So, right. uh, and it, it's just, ah, you know, and. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see, uh, obviously, flight test and, and the stuff they're doing. And John's been, like, the Spitfire. Then they did, uh, what did he do? He did the... Um, the P-4, didn't he do a P-47? Yeah, the P-47. Uh, P-47. And then, oh, shoot, the... Um, uh, I'm drawing a blank. But anyhow, just a couple other ones. The one from Vietnam that does all the missiles and everything, single prop. I don't know. I'm seeing if anybody's going to catch up on the chat. Anyhow, it's just a bunch of them. So, uh, you know, there's so many options. And then, of course, you know, Hangar 9 had a bunch of big ones. There was the um, the KI-43, that giant Japanese. or uh, um, Oh, the uh, Japanese, yeah. Oh, there's tons right. and tons and tons. It'll be interesting. Like I said, it'll be really interesting to see what else they come up with and they dream up with. So. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, and just are, are we at the top end of the of the EDFs though? It, are are we now? Is it 2020 coming and the EDF is going to decline and we're going to see something else, or do you think this is going to continue on for a little while? I don't. Well, actually, yeah, that's that's a really good. We'll come back to that because I'm, I want to talk honestly, about I want to talk about predictions. I want to talk about the 2020 predictions down and later okay. on. So hold that on, keep that under your hat because right. this is okay. I'm. Yep. Man, I'm loving this conversation. So, all right. Sport <laughs> Flyers. Sport Flyers, another hot contested one. And uh, this one surprised me uh, because, boom, the Timber X. Oh, yeah. Right. Okay. 
That one was with 46% of the vote, um, and it was wow. – you, you had everything in here. You had the Timber X, you had the Twin Otter, you had the Extreme Flight Turbo Beaver 84-inch Bushmaster. Oh, yeah. The FMS Ranger, the <laughs> Flex RV, um, the Innovation you – know, Flex Innovation RV they had twice, the, the Avanti, you know, just a ton. Mm-hmm. And this thing just took – just ate it up. Now, I've seen wow. – the Timber X 1.2 meter in action. And Chris, mm-hmm. I know you talked about this airplane as a consideration uh, to replace your tired old Timber, uh, you saw your Tundra. And right. man, yes. this thing is, if you've got this thing set up and you dial in this radio nice, holy moly, this thing's a nice airplane. Mm hmm. And you know, so where did you see it fly? You, uh, one of the guys, one of the guys field? here, one of the guys at the has oh, wow. it at the field, and it is a really mm-hmm. nice, you know, aircraft. Once they got through it, they were having a lot of configuration issues because uh, he wanted to set it up so he could switch the flaps. So what? Uh, so this car, this plane's calling card, is the fact that it will. Um, uh, you can configure the flaps. I think, I don't know if it comes in, but you yes. can separate the flaps and the ailerons and control them. So you can either get yes. giant cow, you know, crow action yep. or, or giant yep. ailerons. Right. And he was having issues getting his throw to work correctly and stuff like this. So mm. it's, uh, I'm just seeing if anything, uh, you talking about, oh yeah, another awesome airplane, another awesome prop one that's more of a speed demon i guess we should have had the speed demon class but it was like the the, the v900 yeah. from e-flight e-flight's just cleaning it up this year mm-hmm. as far as i'm concerned and hmm. credit credit where credit do but this aircraft for something uh you know you can run it on 3s you can run it on 4s it's got tons of capability you can still do all your stole capability and i think if i've read correctly and points you could switch the wings between the two airplanes if you were wanting to do something silly like that oh I think hmm, I that think, I didn't I know. Think, I think, I think. Yeah, but it's a super capable. You know, it, it's kind of right. you know keeping up with some of the fun cub tradition and everything. So, and again, yes, it, it kind of came yep. out of left field earlier in the year. But yes, um, you know, I agree. So it did really well. And then rolling on in that theme because we're just going to keep pushing through so we can keep the conversation going was, and this one surprised us as well, Turbo Timber. And this is your best, your 2019 mm. best high wing. And I kind of agree with this one because, again, you get a little bit more capacity. They updated that prop so you can hang this thing a little bit more. It keeps with the 1.5 because mm-hmm. I kind of like that size. Right. Anywhere from the 1.4 to 1.5 yeah. so you can have a little bit of fun. You can slow it down. you still got lots of wing control. And really, it's, it's, it's Mike's timber with a new end front end. <laughs> yeah. I think the motor capacity right. was the same. And uh, this one was really tight, actually. This was a really good. First place was the one point. Uh, where are we? Best high wing. Yeah, this was the uh, the one point five. Where do my notes go? Best sport flyer. Do 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 do. Uh, yeah, the one point five, and then follow that was like the FMS. Uh, the FMS was next. And the Beaver. Yeah. Yeah, the Beaver was next, and there it is. There, I thought I made a mistake. So it was, it was so the Beaver, uh, which looks really good in red. If you you guys have seen mm-hmm. that, right? V two looked really good in red, followed yeah. by the the one point two Timber, uh, and then what else was in there? The 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 PA, the FMS PA uh, eighteen, which we thought would have been mm. the, you know the seventeen hundred mil. Uh, I haven't right, seen a lot right. of them. And then way at the bottom, Durfly Tundra. 
And that kind of sad because that airplane well hit the market, but it's fell flat. Like here, no. Here's the thing, revision, though. That, right? How? Yeah. How old is that airplane? though? five, six years old now. Yep. Yeah. You know. So I mean, at this point, you know, with no update or something, I mean, I I could see it. Not that it's a bad airplane; it's still an awesome airplane, but it's just kind of old old news at this point. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Which which which. <laughs> We'll discuss Hobby King later on in the show as well because they, mm-hmm. yeah, we know what's going on to to a bit, but uh, so yeah, yeah. so it was funny. E flight again, just rocking it out. FMS in close behind. Uh, it would be kind of nice to see our friends at Free Wing or, or Flightline come up with something. I know they're kind of playing around with it, but it would be really cool to see. Just another contender in the market, right? But, um, mm-hmm. and I, I kind of get the feeling that our that uh, high tech, they're kind of flirting with twenty twenty as, as well. They kind of seem to, you know, spike up a little bit on social media and then disappear. So, we'll see. I'm gonna fly. Um, my dad, who isn't flying any longer, he's like, "Well, what do you want me to do with the fun cub?" I'm like, "Don't you give away my fun cub? I'll go, <laughs> I'll go fly that in the winter, you know, here and there." Um, I did buy some batteries. I finally, my A specs are retired. I finally mm-hmm. went out and I picked up some batteries so I can fly. Because the last time I was out flying the Tundra, um, boy, that was I had one or two saggy batteries and they just kind of just fell apart. So. But there we go. So your your best plane for 2019, your best high wing, the Timber. So you know, Mike is Mike was on a roll. Have you have you flown your Timber recently, Mike? <laughs> no. no, that's a no. No, no. not at all. Oh, come on! I, but I still I still reflect back on on that pond flying at your oh yeah, uh, and the footage you did with that was yeah. spectacular. Or I the, still enjoy watching the mid the air strikes. You know when we're doing the so lowest lowest. <laughs> and I just clip over to the right in his way there <laughs> with the tundra. Right. Oh. Oh. So next is an interesting but one. But it is an awesome plane. Yep. Touch and goes and like yeah. there's a little short yep. la- or stall, stall yeah. what is it, landings and stuff. Yeah. Short takeoff and landings. So, and, but it's only Achilles heel is the fact that it's bottom battery loaded, which I don't know. Right. Yeah. I agree. They would have hit it out of the park if it was on yes. the top because that yeah. was the only negative thing I could say about it. Yeah. And that, that's unbelievable. Right. Yeah. All right. Best glider. <laughs> All right. Now I've got a problem with this one because. <laughs> Go ahead. The problem is there are no like gliders out there. Like we haven't seen anything, any type of new, I mean, nothing. The Radian XL disappeared. It's yep. discontinued. Um, you know, I, I know they still got the Mystique, but then you're going really big and in the Balsa. But like yep. there hasn't been yeah, any that new. That might be the next glider technology i mean um fms has got their 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 fox glider and they've got it in two different sizes it looks gorgeous but the the e-flight night radian um and the lights look cool we've seen some really cool technology and some modules i've yet to fly mine i've yet to actually i flew my old radian in july but it's no fun when you're on your own. It's also scary yes. as heck when you're out in Ohio flying it. Actually, we flew it after the event, and it was kind of neat, you know? Yeah. Um, 
But it's always scary flying with me. I right. Know. Of course. Of course. But at least the wings bolt in on at least the wings bolt in on the the, the night rating and you got all the cool LED yeah. lights. So um mine right. is been... and, and again, how old is the Radian? Oh, oh my gosh, it. the Radian. And they kind of spoiled it for me because you got to bolt the wings in now. I would never buy a new one. I still have one of the old ones. It's so simple, so easy. In fact, when we talk about flying again, that's probably the only thing in my arsenal that I would pull out and have fun flying with being away from it so long. So it's like. And and a Go buddy ahead. of mine, a buddy of mine there, uh, Scott over in Australia, he has been FPB flying his glider. I don't remember it's uh I don't remember which one it is now. Just you know, top of my head, but he's been doing mm-hmm. a pan and tilt glider flight with that thing, and it just mm-hmm. looks the footage looks Beautiful. gorgeous. Yeah. You know, it's terrifying yeah. because if it goes out of range, I don't know what the heck you do. But I don't think he's right. playing. Yeah, just you know, watch it go. <laughs> yeah, watch it go. Take the gliders the goggles off and hope it comes home. But you know, so. This this aircraft is great at night because you know you can put it up in the evening. It'll fly just fine during the day. The CG mm-hmm. is a little different because of the the change in mass, but it's still capable of catching some good thermals. And it does the the wings do screw in, good and bad. Mm-hmm. But you know it's, yeah. like, it's better than taping right. them on. So, and it, yeah. it was, a, it was it, a clear winner in in this category. Right, and I really hope I'd like to see Horizon do something in 2020 with with the gliders why whether could, it's a new design because i'm, I'm hoping why, why instead of bolts can't they do clips or something where you're not losing or using tools for something like that you know they probably like, could what, what well, would be so hard about like a plastic clip of some sort they, to keep they have the in? thumb the thumb something screws like that yeah. where you wouldn't lose it or right, need a tool right. or yeah. i just i don't you know get what, it dudes, i have the thumb screws on the ec 1500 i hate them because uh-huh. they bend. Oh, really? They bend. It drives me crazy. The okay. wings are going to stand. Huh. Well, I'm saying there's got to be some mechanism. I'm not saying it's that right. Some kind of clip in. Got to be some type of latch, latching yeah. mechanism that's easy right. to do and will hold up. Um, yeah. Even like the, the Optera wings, where you actually you, you put the wings in, they have the little clips. You put them in and turn. They were perfect. Yeah. You take them right Maybe out. Maybe the clips yeah. need to be metal instead well, of plastic, where it won't bend or something. something too. But, I don't know. Yeah. I know you get weight involved with metal, but. Something there's got to be something out there. We got the trade offs. Yeah, you know, punch, punch the wings out to two point two meters I'm to take up for the extra weight. You know, then you get a better glide ratio, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. and and I hope honestly with the night or the night rate, the uh, Radiant XL going away so quick. I mean, yeah, that plane did have have its flaws, and <laughs> but I still really <laughs> to enjoyed me that it. Like a flying football. I don't <laughs> know why. I just couldn't it, get over. It was big and heavy, um, but. I think maybe they learned some lessons, and and I just want to see something new for twenty twenty. Yeah, I agree. You know, yeah. we'll see because I we'll mean, see, I guess you know, like the the E flight guys talk about bringing back some of the big carbon Z aircraft and stuff. So who knows what they're playing with? Who knows what's in the back of their minds? You know, uh, right. this right. one. Uh, this airplane still taught, you know, hats off. I, I'll fly mine eventually. <laughs> I say that about everything. <laughs> uh, but like just, just for people coming up with innovative ways to make them better with the, uh, and, and the chat going on right now, they're talking about HD, HD video links. And we will cover mm-hmm. that into our, mm-hmm. into our notes. Cause that is, there's some really slick stuff coming down the pipe too for that. So, all right. This yeah. year I almost, almost, almost bought this heli and, uh, Bang. Uh, oh, yeah. You know, this one was in my cart. Right up your alley, cart. Mike. Well, I got away from that. After yeah. more discussions and stuff, I'm like, you know what? That uh, might be another thing where I just 
throw in a trash can instead of flying because I don't think it'd go far. But house. they have AS3X on them yeah, now. I know, hit the I oh know. crap button, Mike. <laughs> you're good. I'm not quick enough to even hit the oh crap button on them things. Yeah, but the I top heli. I, I mean, definitely floated with the idea. But. This is basically every time I talk to the, the, the free fall guys and they get a hold of me and start chatting, I, I look and yeah. I'm, <laughs> man, it, you know, this is like the 230S from Blade with the Bynum flying safe technology mm-hmm. is kind of it's kind of the best of both worlds because I was, I've been flying around little one S the little one S blade having a good time. The cat knocked out of the air a few times. That's the one they were talking up. Yes. For me too. Yeah. Right because it's a three S oh, helicopter. So it's just one of those ones that you can grow with. It's not so big and so crazy and everything, but sure. I just, yeah. I guess one day it will happen. But right now with all the other competing priorities, <laughs> yeah, right? The I budget, mean. the only thing good about helicopters yeah. and I mean, is they're small. They take up a little bit of spin, such a little space. So. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you don't so, need landing strips. Or they still <laughs> chop your head off though. Well, that's yeah. it. And, and I was looking at some really big ones <laughs> and I kind of went, wow. Yeah. Carbon fiber blades. Yeah. And I was watching one video and the e-flight oh. guy was like, yeah, when you crash with the carbon fiber blade helicopter, you tend to do more carnage. And I went, you just sold yeah. me not buying a helicopter this week. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but again, so there, there you go. My, this my one, son bought a drone and he got it stuck in my wife's hair. Oh my oh, gosh. I are you serious? <laughs> Wait, your son bought one? You didn't buy it for no, him? No. And, and I was kind of mad. I'm like, Cade. Why did you talk to me first? What are you doing? I was so mad because we did all this. Oh, my God. And he got one of these giant – where it didn't link to his phone and you could do the video. He's like, well, I like this one because it was small and I could put it in my pocket and fold it up. And he ended up getting it tangled in her. Oh, Oh my gosh. Was she going – I was upstairs and I was listening to this. I'm like (laughs) – I couldn't stand it. I'm like, oh, he's learning the hard way. Yep. I know that right now. Oh, she was mad. Oh, was, my God. I was just sitting there like, thank God I'm not in on this one. It wasn't me. At the I'm control. surprised you go, Mike, it's your fault, Mike. What are you doing? <laughs> this was all his doing. I had no part of it. But it nice. was too funny. I'm like, oh, been there, done that. Oh, jeez. Uh, so <laughs> to, it was 59% of the vote for the, uh, the 230. The in second place was Airwolf. Uh, that was the Robin B22. Yeah. Airwolf 600 size, you know, I guess it's, it, it's on par with the EDFs. Once you get to a certain point, the prices all go up, yeah. but it's because you're a more competent pilot and you're more comfortable with it and you're willing to take that risk, you know? And, uh, yeah. yeah. And, you know. uh, for me, uh, I watch or see a lot of what, uh, Michael Rosnick does with, he's got this, the scale helis and everything. Mm-hmm. Like for me, I think I'd go that route. I don't, I don't know if I want to do 3D with a heli. They just scare the hell out of me. TikTok. You know, I just well, I wonder a, why. <laughs> I heard about your mishaps. <laughs> just have a nice scale heli to cruise around through the, you know, make it look realistic. That's I think that would you be You went cool. like something dangerous. No. I, I was just talking to him. Like, I found our new sport. It's side cross, motocross, or whatever. Where you Who's going in the sidecar, <laughs> me or you? Definitely you. You're you want the mass in the sidecar. He lean right guy. He's holding on to this. Yes. <laughs> He's holding on to this bar for dear life. No shocks or nothing. Just beating the crap. I'm like, you might as well be dragging this guy with a rope behind you because it is hilarious. They were playing it on ESPN, and my wife's like, no. no. <laughs> she looks at me. She goes, I'm 
my eyes are lit up. I'm like, wow, these guys are nuts. <laughs> you got me on speed dial. Hey, Chris, look I know, what I got. I know the guy that'll do this with me. <laughs> I'm just recouping from shoulder surgery. I'm wanting to go side cross. And She'll now. have the papers waiting oh, on the kitchen God. table. Divorce. Uh, <laughs> it meant something so like, you're going to up your life insurance right now. I never saw such a sport. I was just uh, like unbelievable. I never saw that before. I like I gotta funny. show Chris this our new hobby. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry to go off on a tangent there. Uh-oh. So I think this is pretty obvious. We did the multi rotor category, <laughs> and um, I I put in a few of the DJI products, mm-hmm. and, and boom, the mini. I've flown the mini once so far. Uh it is probably yeah. going to be on my future purchase list because of what it can do. Um. I'm probably going to wait for version two or pick up a version one used. Um, but for mm-hmm. what's it? 600 Canadian, you get the fly more pack and you, you've got three batteries that will do 30 minutes yeah. of flight time. And the fact that you right. are wow. sub 250, which is going to be, we're going to talk about this later on the sub 250 stuff as usual. Yes. Um, this yep. thing has got some capacity. It's not, it doesn't, I mean, it's got a 2.7 uh, camera, which is pretty decent mm-hmm. if you're shooting for YouTube and stuff like this. The only reason you go to yeah. 4K is so you can crop in, but at 2.7, you can still get a bit of crop. It's got some decent color right. reproduction, but the fact that it's so light, it's a crazy. I mean, we're yes. flying it indoors. I mean, I was basically, outside of going through post, I could still fly it in here in my basement and do almost the same circuit as I do with my little Inductrix. So... Mm-hmm. Yeah, four hundred dollars, yeah, you know, and just like ah, oh. yeah, right. Um, especially down here in the states now, they got the FA thing no. going on. What is that uh, thing? I saw it come up a couple of times. You know, like, all drones are going to have ID, and they're going to be able to track them. Any, it's just it's like a, I couldn't believe what right. I was reading. They're doing a poll or something. So you know, props to DJI for bringing out this mini. And when it first came out, I was like, ah, this isn't for me. It doesn't. It's got you know the uh, Wi-Fi connection and blah blah blah. Yeah, and I wasn't into it, but. You. The more videos I watch, the more reviews I, I read and, and watched, uh, it is impressive for the money. And Andre, really, like some of the distances they were getting on, on yep. that Wi-Fi connection yep. with no issues or anything, it, it really sounds like DJI has figured that out. Yeah. You know, uh, for the money, I don't, I don't think uh, wow. you could really beat it, honestly. You know, if you're doing – if you want to go out and do long-range stuff or something, that's nah. a whole different story. But anything, you know, fairly close or – you like can't. football field length are we talking? Oh, oh way no. longer than that. Better, was, there was people going out two miles with this thing. Wow. No problem. See, I had no clue what range yeah. you were talking yeah. about. Really. really good. And the fact yeah. that you can fly it indoors. That's really impressive. It is. It is, it is so <clears throat> light. It's so stripped down. Um, like they use foam to seal the wires that run along the booms for the motors. So it's just a foam piece mm-hmm. that's stuck in there just to hold everything so nothing oscillates around and creates oh, additional. Wow. It is so light. It's yeah. almost scary how delicate mm-hmm. it is, but it's it works. It works and works really right. well. Like I said, yeah. they strip down a bunch of sensors, so you, you're limited from sensors' point of view, but it's so, like, if this thing if, if this thing bonked you in the head, you'd be like, ow, wow, you know? It's so, yeah. and it's, they take into account 
the SD card in the craft, you know, to keep it under the weight limit. It's nuts. So mm-hmm. I can't wait to see what they come out with version two, you know, whether they, they, they make it even lighter or they, they manage to pack a few extra sensors, but like I've seen videos and they're flying through, they're flying through trees, dense tree areas and just navigating away. Yeah. And it's beautiful. Uh, so yeah, no yeah. issues. Really? No. Yeah. I'm right. Gonna, I got to watch that. Then. Yeah. It's really impressive. Like I said, I was, like no way I'm, you know, it's, yeah, it's cheap. It'd be great for like grandkids or something, you know, I was thinking, but no, after watching videos and reviews, it is really impressive. And what was the price point again? I know you It's three ninety nine for the basic kit or you can spend a hundred dollars. You get, is it two or three extra batteries? I want to say two extra batteries, yeah. right? Well, yeah. Three extra total batteries. And yeah. Total of three batteries, carrying case, what extra props. You get the charging hub that you can plug in and charge all three batteries. I mean, it's for the extra hundred bucks. It's, it's a nice pack. Yeah. Yeah. So for 500 bucks, you're really getting a super, I mean, you can't even, you can't even go out and barely buy a, uh, a super nice, just regular quadcopter for that price. Right. Mm -hmm. Am I, am I wrong on that? They're at least 500 bucks nowadays. If you want a five inch. Yes. So yeah. what you're getting with that and controller, every, yeah, it, it, yeah, there it is there on on the screen, Mike. It's mm. it's. It I would have just bought a new hunting rifle. <laughs> right now in the states, it's four four forty nine for the Maverick Mini Fly More Combo, so wow. it's under five hundred bucks. Yep, and that's it is, unbelievable. It is a very capable machine, I, and in standard DJI, they've been, and we're going to talk about them later into the some of the auto products here because again, mm-hmm. here's a brand. That okay, their products are being attacked consistently, constantly with sure. their, you know FAA stuff and everything, and they're still right. killing it. They're still coming up with innovative yeah. stuff. I've you know have been having, and this has been yeah. the pleasurable part of the podcast, being able to talk to people who go out and you know like Frank, he bought the the goggle set, which I'll probably bring up here with, mm-hmm. and you know and says love it, can't wait, you know, and you know again HD, and this is something we'll talk about a little further into this throughout the podcast. Talk about all this new technology and some of the predictions I'm going to make for 2020 about all this stuff. So again. Yeah. Man, um, if, I, if I didn't really, buy the jet, I would totally have bought that. Uh, I would have yeah, totally picked up this yeah. thing. So, I, I, I've definitely been eyeing it up. Whether I buy one, I don't know. I thought it'd be fun to go out on on these mountain bike trails and throw it up and just video, you know, some stuff. But anyway, that's yep. another story. But I, <laughs> again, slow clap to DJI because for me, it's almost like, hey, uh, FAA, you know, we're going to help you out. We're we're going to give you an app and you're going to be able to track our drone, our, our drones and everything. But then on the other side, they're like, ha ha ha, we got a 250 gram <laughs> drone that we're going it's to sell. Gonna, that you don't, we, you know, and the market yeah. is going to be saturated. I watched, I watched right. the, the, uh, the Ottawa, so the great hobby website and you know, all the stores sold out. Uh, they all sold out. There was like, you know, on average 10 to 12 per store plus the online store and they all sold out. You know, so it was like boom, boom, wow. boom, boom, boom. You know, six hundred dollars, yeah. and you get this ninety-minute flying capability. Something small. Mm-hmm. You don't have to take a test for it. You don't have to register. You can just go no. out. You can enjoy no. it. So, yes. how many football games are going to be this spring with everybody up there? With, <laughs> you're going to have like stereo vision from all the minis flying around, <laughs> following. There's my kid. I'm following my kid. Your know, mom is going to yeah. be like hovering behind your son. <laughs> right. Because yeah. Again, 
bringing the technology to the masses, whether it's good or bad, I mm-hmm. don't know, but I don't make those decisions. I just think they're really cool. And if I had, you know, hundreds of dollars and, and just extra budget, I'd have a heli, I'd have a, I'd have a, a mini combo <laughs> fly, fly more combo. And, you know, right. and I'd have another RC truck. <laughs> um, Andre, I was curious though. I, I know I, I haven't really talked to you much about it, but, um, again, we used to use my Phantom a lot, uh, and do air to air. Yeah. And one of, you know, of course, one of the problems with, with the older ones, it wasn't, you know, quite fast enough all the times. What was the speed on this? Like, could he go out and track? Uh, did it have two modes on it, you know, where, you know, it had this, um, like the slow mode and then the faster mode, like some of the other, quad, like the, I, I think the Mavic has it. I don't know. I'm, I'm not up mode. to date on a lot of this, yeah. but yeah. Did, did it have that or did you notice like the speed at which it was flying? Did it seem pretty quick? Indoors. But it uh, it seemed like it went okay. I mean, it didn't. It, it's probably not the fastest thing in the world because it's not huge. Uh, do they have any specs? 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 Uh, well, uh, it's probably not going to take a lot. I wouldn't think. I would. You know, because we seen when when so light. Mike mean, Finley was here and he had the Mavic. Yeah, yeah, it it was that. you know we were yeah. flying our it's Phantoms, no problem, and he was getting wind warnings. So. I don't see it but again, anywhere. Uh, it has three modes, cinema, normal, and sports. There you go, sport mode. Thank you, Eddie Black. Okay, for, so it's got a sport it mode. It does have a sport mode. I'm sure that sucks down the power a little right. bit, but I'm sure it still sure. moves. So it's got to be pretty quick then. Yeah. yeah, well, I mean, they're basically they, they're they're basically porting over small quad technology and just putting all their, their, mm-hmm. their control suite into it, and it does it. I don't know what the uh, – I don't know if it's a. It's not really that fast, but I think I got 30 miles out of it. 30 mile range, so that's still pretty damn respectable for what it is. I mean, it's a camera platform. Yeah. I don't need to be doing Mach two. Right. So. No. Right. No, I agree. Um. Let's see. I'm looking over some of the best others. So this is during the poll. I put down a couple of things. Uh, spec wing class defined spec wing Horizons flight coach pro, pro, uh, program. Best scaled E-Flight SU-30, uh, some of the Admiral 60C6S batteries, um, the FT uh, Toolkit RC M8 charger, one of those really nice chargers, um, and then the the I uh, the XI-12 from Spectrum, really nice radial actually. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. yep. looking at some of the other technology, um, just going over my notes really quick. So... We'll talk about this again since we're on the we're on the DGI stream. But some of that newer FPV technology that they're starting to to, to push with, uh, whether you mm-hmm. buy their controller pack and camera, you can also get the goggles and two cameras, a two camera suite, so you can do your quad oh. and then use your own remote. Mm-hmm. Um, because the problem they have right now with the remote system is you have to bind to it and configure it every time. So that isn't there so like oh. v2 would be a lot better but mm-hmm. i'll throw it up on the website and because the goggle combo was was a decent price uh products where is that where is that that's definitely a game changer in the quad market though well, you know the, how the long we've we been talking about hd yeah. you know DJI goggles. Here we go. It's called the Fly More. He's I mean, like, he's been wanting to sell me on that. Too. Yeah, like, oh, I mean, you won't believe the difference, Mike. Uh, yeah, and here was my thing. I flew the Phantom a, a lot with the goggles, you know, and you got that HD coming through the goggles, and then you go to fly a, nor- a regular quad. It was just like, ugh, you know. So, yeah, 
And, and I think so. This is called the DJI FPV Fly More Combo. Uh, and so while this one's got the remote, you can get a here we go the, mm-hmm. the experience, which is the goggle and two transmitters for seven hundred US dollars right now. Um, so. You can get the controller module and everything, and I think the advantage there is you might get a little bit more range, but okay. it's got some limitations in the technology right now. But like for me, if I was to get anything right now, it would totally be the FPV experience combo. That one there, you oh, get the I two see. cameras. Yeah. For and, and just, right. you know, like the other one, you, you get one camera, but you get a control board and everything, which is pretty cool, but you mm-hmm. can't just switch between aircraft like you can't call up another model you've got to rebind and do a bunch of stuff oh i see control technologies is using their classic remote so that's got to evolve a little bit and i'm sure i'm sure Mm -hmm. version two will be a whole other game changer but the goggles look neat they're uh they're almost a little yeah uh, they look right out of star wars (laughs) (laughs) they need googly eyes reminds me like a bee or bumblebee or something they're cool looking Headset tracking, yes, that's uh, Delta. Delta Dart just said that, and I agree. This with with some kind of pan and tilt headset tracking would be mm-hmm. amazing. But th- here we go, here we go. We've talked about this for such a long time. Digital, long range or decent range digital FPV with channel control mm-hmm. and everything. So we're gonna start moving away from all the analog limitations. And I think if uh, right. Frank was telling me. Uh, it's so self-contained and easy to use. You swap between the cameras and between aircraft. Yeah, like you just you make a little housing for it, and you just plunk your transmitter in whenever you want. And the mm-hmm. fact that it links up, it goes uh, less interference, less channel issues, and it just works. And you're getting HD. And the cameras uh, have a card on board, I believe. Uh, I'm trying to figure out. Yeah, like they've got their own record. I think they've got their own recording, if I'm correct. Uh, and and just you know make up a pan and tilt unit. Uh, the 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 future is going to be so awesome. But we're starting to see a lot of neat technology rolling out for sure. And this is just I think this is just yeah. the start of it for for 2020. So there you go. There's a prediction. We're gonna have HD video everywhere. HD everything. 4K <laughs> you know, with really crazy goggles. Um, yeah. Wow. Yes, they do. Yeah, they do have recording on board. So they're basically your 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 split. Uh, and and right. that that is also another thing people talk about run cam now because the run cam hybrid camera same deal you're getting your FPV transmission and you're recording at 4K from your aircraft so you know you're getting really stunning wow. you're getting you know 4K is the norm right everybody's got GoPros yeah. that do it now it, and so yeah, forth well, so I was just gonna say at what point does a GoPro go down the tubes you know <laughs> oh I you know it's funny for, at least for our seniors. Yeah, because uh, they got rid of that the, the session, and it was funny because I was shooting a video this weekend, and and my buddy still got a couple of sessions, and I'm like, I can't believe they got rid of this form factor because we were sticking them on top of little RC cars and everything, where the bigger ones are just too they're too mm-hmm. heavy. So right, uh, yeah. Oculus Sync unit is a lot bigger. Yeah, yeah. There's a yeah, the Oculus units and everything take up a little bit more space because they're a bigger transmitter and everything. So, so. Just just hats off to DJI for continuing to, despite everything that's going on, they're still putting out things. They're still finding a way um, to to uh, you know introduce some. Uh, Fat Shark has got their uh, oh what's it called bit um, uh, not bit torrent but frostbite sorry 
Uh, they've got their Frostbite oh. system, which was a little slow on the release, but still going and seems to be doing well. A um, bunch mm-hmm. of different notes saying, you know, talking about uh, the Jumper T16 radio, which is pretty cool. That's a multi-spectrum radio, really good price point, lots of functions, lots of features. Uh, runs OpenTX as well, which is pretty darn cool. Uh, what else? And then we get into... Um, the smart technology coming from Spectrum. So you got the smart batteries, smart ESCs, the telemetry coming back, which is very yep. – we're used to that in our – anybody flying DJI. It's the same thing. And I think that's yeah. a sensible way to go. Yes, you need to get new chargers and everything to deal with it. But what you're doing is you're buying your batteries and you're saying, look, this battery in theory now, if it's not taking the abuse it was, will last longer. So, yeah. you know – I yeah I have a problem in in this subject and that's one thing in the last probably couple years I've really been disappointed in is battery technology in the RC community. Look, I've yeah. seen some of this stuff go in the electric motorcycles nowadays. Um, you know, even what four or five years ago, the Phantoms already had smart batteries on them, and I'm thinking, man, this is you know in the next couple years or whatever, it's going to be phenomenal. It hasn't hardly gone yeah, anywhere. I, so I mean, it, I nothing's really changed. Yeah. yeah, sure, they got a little bit different chemistry, and um, you know, they got the uh, higher C packs and everything. But beyond that, they have not gotten much better at all. Yeah, no. price has gone down a little. But we should have seen smart batteries for for everything, everything. a couple yeah. years ago. I think personally, I mean, that would make things so much easier. Because uh, one of my big downfalls, I don't take care of my batteries, I <laughs> and I never had to worry about the phantom batteries. You charge them up, and boom! Three days later, they went to a storage mode, and you were good. And they always told you know you could plug them in and look to see, you know, what's my battery condition, how many charges have. I mean, yeah, easily able to track this technology them. should be out. Yeah, yes, easily. Yeah. And I just don't understand, you know, why we haven't seen more technology in the regular RC battery. Community. Yeah, and, and I think I think our friends at eFlight are taking a page from uh, from Motion and saying, okay, when we start designing our aircraft, let's look at a battery. Let's say, you know, X, and they've started being they've started pushing it. Well, you know, so now you can say, okay, I'm going to put my six F seven thousand. That's a I don't I don't remember how much <laughs> it costs. I'll have to look. Um, but yeah. you know, but but if I'm going to buy a battery and it's going to be that price, yes, I'm willing to almost say. Okay, fine, you know, and it's funny because as the years gone, my, my, I used to say I need five, six of, of a certain battery. I've gone down to four because I know my mm-hmm. flying time and my freedom, uh, you know, it's, it's so, so if I'm going to buy yeah. two to three batteries, I'm probably more likely if I was to restart, if I was to say, okay, starting now, fresh start, I'm flying mm-hmm. this airplane sitting behind me, well, maybe I will go up buy the Spectrum Charger and all this stuff, and here's why, versus some of the other stuff. But I got a lot of legacy because I started off the hobby, and it was a secondary hobby, and the budget, and budget, and budget, and budget, yeah, right? right? So things have changed. Yeah. But I agree, and it's funny because on my notes, I have my notes here, and it says predictions for 2020, and under the bad, I have battery technology falling behind. We're seeing advancements in the mode. Yes. We're seeing advancements in yes. you know smart telemetry ESCs. Fat Shark, not Fat yes. Shark, sorry. Yes. FR Sky right. putting out telemetry right off the ESC now. It's not even an extra module. Everything is connected and running, yeah. and you can see everything that's going on. You know what the RPMs are and all this crazy, lovely information, yet the batteries are the same. 
The batteries haven't gone. They haven't changed. Mm-hmm. They haven't done anything. No. No. So it's like, huh. So it's interesting. So, okay. Now let's jump into the predictions then. So for 2020, I got the good, the trends. Let's start off here talking about the sub-250 class explosion. We already know the micro quads, mm-hmm. the camera technology, the HD. Well, obviously the HD is going to start off. They're going to be big and clunky to get going. And as they go, they're going to get smaller and smaller and smaller. We haven't seen anything in the airplanes in the sub-250 in a while. No, and I th- I think honestly that's kind of hard to do. Like you know, to get something s- that small that flies really good, uh, you know, that can handle the elements. I mean, it's way different flying a small airplane in the wind than flying a small quad in the wind. Yeah. Obviously, uh, I don't know if they've put a a whole lot of technology in them except for maybe Horizon with the the AS3X. I mean, that was a huge game changer in the Ultra Micro series. I mean, that yeah. went from you know, it had to be dead calm to fly some of those ultra micros that were now they'll handle some wind, you know, and they fly good. So I don't know if they've, again, it's a trend, you know, I, I think the ultra micros are, they are what they are right at this point. And until maybe we see a trend hit with them and some kind of technology comes around to where they're going to be absolutely phenomenal and they can get them smaller and they fly better. I don't, I don't see it really going anywhere in the, in the sub two fifty category well, it, it's honestly. funny because you know our our top plane for 2017 was the umx timber and we haven't seen another umx from e-flight on par they just kind of no they tried a few things and nothing right. kind of worked out nothing was as managed magical and it's funny that airplane um it's it's i haven't even put the wheels back on i put the floats on it because i was doing a little water <laughs> stuff with it and I'll go flying in the snow. Actually, no, I headed out in the fall and I took off off the gravel because it was too it was too tacky on the grass. And it still flies great. Mm-hmm. It's still a great flying airplane. Throw the flaps, slap, th- yeah. drop those flaps, throw on safe and just do some slow turns, right? So it'll be interesting yeah. to see. Um, obviously, like you said, the quads are easy to do and the technology is only going to get better. The FPV sure. stuff is, everything's going to get smaller, but right. missing our airplanes. And, if you think about it, though, the ultra micros used to be smaller than what they are now. You know, it got to that point where everybody was complaining about the the brushed motors and they wanted brushless motors and they wanted them to fly better. Well, now they've kind of went to a little bit bigger to kind of the to get those in. Yeah, to get that size of where it does fly good. You are do have the brushless, you know, set up. So I, I don't, you know, at this point, I don't see anything different. I don't see him getting smaller at this point. I still until... feel bad. Mine's brand new in the box still. <laughs> oh, that's crazy. <laughs> Which one's that? Next <laughs> Timber. Yeah. Oh. I got it last Christmas. Oh, that's right. It's a year old still in the <laughs> box. You're in the box. Oh, well. <laughs> You'll find a good day once the snow you know, comes. That's funny because I haven't uh, flown forever, but I do have the Ultra Micro Timber out in the garage ready to go with them small little metal skis that you sent me andre that it's ready ready to go so cool cool yeah that's right. one thing it is ready to go if it does snow all the right next one Moving is on. we were we were talking about that and i think this year will be the year we start seeing that mainstream digital hd for fpv i think this is the year where we start seeing it and it's only going to get more accessible it's only going to go along and so that's that's my prediction for that end of it so Hopefully it works. Yeah. It really does work. Um, but obviously we're going to need more manufacturers. But I think that's what you'll see. You'll see the guys catch on 
this is going to take a while. I think we're going to see, I would say later uh, for 2020, I would say into like the third quarter this is when you'll start seeing other manufacturers come out with something else. So whoops, I just hit the wrong button. Um, I was hoping, I was hoping Steve was still on if he had any insight to the battery thing at all, you know, being at Hobby King for as long as he was, if, if they were working on some new technology or maybe he couldn't even talk about, but I was just curious, like, you know, we had that, the big thing of the graphene, you know, the batteries with the graphite, you know, was coming around and even those seemed to just kind of fade out, you know, in the distance somewhere. So I don't know. Last really, time, really when I was looking at my that. latest battery batch by, he's like, you know what? They're all made out of the same factory. Um, and the biggest thing that he yeah. said to me was, whatever you do, buy the, buy the highest C-rated battery that you can afford. And right. I guess yes. the rationale is they're heavier weighted batteries and they're um, they're going to... They're gonna last longer and like they'll last longer because they're well, less load specs, on them. Right. My A specs, like I know yours were weird. Mine, I've got, I've got two that are bad, but they lasted four years. I bought those bad boys in twenty fifteen. That's pretty good. And they lasted, you know. That's but, pretty good. Yeah. Uh, let's see. My next trend. My next prediction. I, I need like that oh, genie the, hat. Oh, there's going Steve. On. There's Steve. Uh, Steve says no new tech with HK. It was mentioned but not viable. So. There we go. There's no tech Thanks, with Steve. HK anyhow. <laughs> We'll talk about that in a bit. <laughs> no, I shouldn't laugh. That's terrible news. Um, okay. I'm going to go out on a limb here and say if we're looking for a new class of airplane for 2020, I would like to see more World War One planes. Yeah, we've talked about that before. We we actually thought there for a while we were going to get some more World mm-hmm. War One planes, and it and uh, you know we were talking with Matt Andron for a little bit, and he seemed very positive. About, and I don't know what happened. Maybe that maybe the whole jet direction changed everything <laughs> there for a while. But honestly, yeah, you're right. I I totally agree with you, hundred percent. Why we yeah. haven't seen more World War One planes out. And it's funny because I had my spec of everything I wanted to do. I now have enough spare parts, and I was all set to go flying with this, and the weather would be bad or whatever, and I never got any of my biplanes out. And I was like, come on. I've got the PT-17. It's balanced. Mm -hmm. It's ready to go. And I just never had an opportunity to go flying with it. So, uh, so, uh, let's see. Next trend for 2020. Do I have it? Can I get to it? Anyhow, I'm going to fly Spectrum. Boom. Um, and, and the rationale, <laughs> it's just, you Welcome know, to the real world. I know, <laughs> I know. I so, know. Step so, it up. Yeah, I know. I'm, a, I'm never an early adopter. I know this. So it's funny. There it is. My, 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 you know what? Programming this thing is a nightmare. I'm sorry. It is a freaking nightmare because what I learned is the base programming... I run my, my FR Sky in a very particular manner, and it's everything is on the opposite side of this radio. So, like, my oh, gear is over gotcha. where my kill switch is, you know, and my flaps oh. are in all the wrong spots. <laughs> so I'm trying to move things around, and it is a nightmare. Yeah. Now, I am looking yeah. at a used DX9 black, uh, so we'll wait and see. Mm-hmm. Or do I just say, whatever, yeah. suck it up, buttercup, and get, a, get an I-12? I don't know yet. I, I will have Ooh. to wait and see. I haven't used my new transmitter. Mike now. might have one for <laughs> sale. He's got one, one brand sale, new yeah. in the box. I, I, ne- I, never even, I never even used it. <laughs> I, I give you guys a break, and you completely abandoned the hobby. Oh, my God. No, no, it's, I, I understand. This thing has been sitting. This is from. This was my other buddy, Mike, passed me this radio. Now, I have modules. Mm-hmm. I have modules that have been so completely successful. But 
a buddy of mine was like, okay, it's one thing to fly a prop job and say, ooh, I've got a little glitch, a little brownout, whatever, right? When you're flying a $700 6S jet, are you going to trust it to a module? And I'm like, no, so I better start. So I'm going to start flying off the DX6, and then we'll we'll go from there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Frank, Frank does make a good point. The DX9, the, the, the whatever. Programming. The, yeah. No, yeah. The the system it's running is 100% better. It's, re- yeah. it's really, I think, friendly as far as learning it. Yeah. Well, I mean, I had now, issues. It Matt, was just... We, we mess with with Mike's radio. Yeah, I got some things set up. I just never used it. You know, awesome. and we were just going turn. off the fly. We didn't. Oh man, that thing was. It took us a little while to figure that out. Didn't Did we? I fly anything with it? I don't remember. No, but anything. we set up your your we set timber. Up a couple of things. Yeah, and something yeah, else. But timber, holy maybe. moly, we were so lost on that thing for a while. And Chloe, Chloe did say it, it, it took a little while to, to get used to the the new system, like the the twelve. Yeah, I, but once yeah. you get it, you know used to it, it was fine. Well, I wasted a lot of money. I haven't used. Well, that's not my fault. So, you know, I from my end of it. So, being a relatively new, uh, you know, new person to the whole spectrum thing, I, I props again to to E Flight, where it's like, hey, download the file. Boom! There's your setting for yeah. the jet. You know, yes. my issue, like yep. I said, yep. was the switches are not where I want them, and I want to switch them just from 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 a you know memory finger memory, <laughs> yeah, right? So Frank, it's... Frank says at least you turned it on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that even that took us five minutes. <laughs> How do you turn this thing on? <laughs> and then I was like, "Where do you charge it at? I don't know." <laughs> and he set it on a pad. Yes. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> I was a mess. Oh yeah, man! Yeah, but that—that'll just be. I—I I looked at all the and the price. It, it's interesting because the price point on the um, uh, between the 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 uh, bind and fly and the plug and play isn't too bad. Mm-hmm. And I've had a couple of airplanes where I've just popped out the receiver and I could sell them for a hundred bucks because those darn sports spectrum yeah. receivers are expensive. Um, but I'm also yes. at the point where I'm like, look, I can get the plug and play or the bind and fly planes faster and easier than the bind and flies. And I'm like, okay, whatever. It just works. So I'm going to try it. So yeah. this guy, I'm programming in the two jets and I'll probably do, mm-hmm. uh, the Pawnee and the PT 17. And just as I go. And the nice part too, is it, it takes away some of the memory load issues I was having with the uh, with the uh, my FR Sky radios, and I looked at buying another FR Sky. Mm. And went, the problem is I still have to rebind everything. So okay, uh, so we're playing with it, and then yeah, a different experience, right? I get to try something else. But like I said, the biggest thing is I want to make sure my switches are in the same spot. So when I get into a yeah. situation, I'm not turning off ECs or dropping my landing gear. Yeah. You know, so it's just it's right. almost like flying mode one to mode yeah. two or oh, something. Right. All, all of a right. sudden, but. Here's here's the thing, Andre. Okay, say you go for the DX9, you start programming these jets and everything. So down the road, because you know you had that little issue with AS3X there for a little while, but yeah. now if you get a DX9, you're buying some more of these bind and fly jets. Are you going to now yeah, go yeah, to the yeah. bind and fly, spend the extra twenty bucks, go yeah. for the bind and fly, and just fly? Yeah. Yes. Wow. Yes. He's now a, he's a now. changed man. I'm a changed man. At one point, there no. ain't no for me. That stuff sucks. <laughs> and, but I'm not arming. I'm not. I'm not act- activating. Safe. Actually, that's the other problem with the DX6. Is you want safe, you've got to give up a channel and stuff like that. So it's a little, uh, you know. So we'll see. You There's definitely some things. Need the DX. 
Yeah, yeah, right? that's what I'm learning. Because how, so. how many channels is the Superboy with the gear uh, and the flaps six. and the air brakes? There's no flaps. Oh, it's, it's right just at the six, huh? It's just a six, right? So oh, if you oh. want, okay. so it was funny because I'm reading through the manual and it's like if you've got this radio, um, the brake and the and the safe are on the same one. So it's like as soon as you put the brakes on, it turns on safe. And I'm like, as soon as you take off the brakes, it turns oh, wow. off safe, right? And then if you put a time oh, delay geez. on the brake, well, then it time delays the activation of safe. And I'm like, this is chaos. Oh. So I, I look for yeah, the other ones. Yeah, that so. doesn't sound good. Yeah, only makes sense. Um, and then I guess the nice part too is with the nine, I should be able to do telemetry because that's the only thing I'm missing between these airplanes is on my on my F four back there, right. I can, I run the FR Sky telemetry, so I have battery telemetry, and all I'm doing for that is I have the timer set. I'm just monitoring my lowest cell, and that's yep. it. So it, right. it will start screaming yep. at me as soon as that lowest cell drops down. That's all I care about. That's all I mm. want to hear. So I'll eventually, yeah. hopefully, be able to get some of that technology over, and maybe I'll look into a couple of smart packs. Who knows? The I future. I never have to use telemetry. <laughs> oh, darn it. <laughs> I'm going to have a tear in my eye. <laughs> I never got that feature. Darn it. <laughs> I was just getting geared up for telemetry. <laughs> I quit the hobby. <laughs> Oh dear! Oh dear! You didn't quit the hobby. You <laughs> took a you took a little sabbatical. Um, okay, so well, the bad we already said we don't feel battery technology with Chloe. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Did the I say ugly, that out loud? Oh wow! I, and I groaned. Uh, <laughs> the ugly, uh, as far as I'm concerned, shipping cost, shipping cost, and Bill Decker and I've had lengthy discussions about this. Is um, yeah, shipping costs have just been horrible. You guys have no idea how lucky you are in the U.S. I've been really lucky. Yeah, because I, I've been I've really been good friends now with my buddies at, at Great Hobbies, and they've been really nice mm-hmm. to me. But it does mean that I'm you know I'm looking a lot more at at the E Flight and FMS things, and there's nothing wrong with those lines at all. But I haven't bought from Hobby King. I have, and I won't pick anything up from Motion until I'm down in the U.S. because it just makes no sense. Shipping. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel bad for you. I don't understand it. I mean, we're, we're literally a stone's throw away from Canada and yeah. why the shipping costs, why we can't agree the two countries. It makes no sense to me. This should yeah. just be a standard postage to go from United States to Canada. It shouldn't be an issue. I don't understand it. Yeah. I honestly, I looked at the AL 37 versus the, 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 the Sukhoi and the shipping costs on a thing were over a hundred U.S. Right. Exactly. Exactly. That's insane. And and then you factor in what that is in Canada land, you know, there there it's a ten thousand dollar jet. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, you know, so I don't I makes no sense. No, so it's one of those things where I get it. I, um, I'm, geez, you know, look, I got a Sukhoi 30 in my in my in my fleet, you know, darn. Uh, so it's one of those yeah. I pick pick the battles I can fight and win. Uh, it does mean, unfortunately, we will I will have to sit there and and, and rely on other people's inputs on, on various products. That's fine. That's that you know, and that's that's the cool part about you know the podcast being international in some sense or way. I can talk to anybody and say, hey, what do you think of this thing? Let me give me your honest opinions on on what the product is and what you think of it. So, yeah, say Levy. So mm-hmm. that that's my ugly for twenty, and I don't see it's not going to get any better um, because you guys got hit by all those tariffs, right? And it's funny because yeah, anything coming right. in from Horizon. 
Uh, they ship it out of the U.S., I think. So we see it as well. It's all this trickle-down effect. And so mm. we see the prices, mm-hmm. everything everything creeping up. I mean, this is a very – it's a right. nice jet. I mean, the quality on the Sukhoi is phenomenal. It is a slick yeah. piece of kit. And we'll do. I'll probably do a product review later on. There's been so many – it's been out mm-hmm. so long what, already. But – out of curiosity, what what is that run Canadian that jet? Uh, seven hundred thirty. What was it? Oh my god! Seven hundred thirty plus taxes. <laughs> but I'm sorry, dude. <laughs> I couldn't do it. I couldn't spend seven hundred thirty dollars on a piece of foam and then go out and fly it. Oh my god! Oh, and then you're there's dropping. No a, way. And then you're dropping in a hundred dollar battery too, right? Hundred dollar battery. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> Yeah, and then and then you oh, get to go, and then, you, and then you have three minutes of flight, and you got to get it back on the deck. Yeah, with me going, hey, it's seven hundred dollars. You know, I love the hobby too much, so it doesn't matter. I mean, I saw this thing, and I hummed a hot, and it was funny because like Laura's like, pick something, or I'm gonna eat your freaking truck, and I'm like, you know what? I have enough trucks. I want a jet, damn it. <laughs> and then I got this thing home, and I opened the box, and I'm yeah. like. Oh, this is a big freaking plane. <laughs> it's a yeah. big plane. Yeah. It's a there's it a, is there's big. a picture there's a picture of Ali standing with it. Uh, and I've chatted with him before. And the damn thing is bigger than him. <laughs> yeah. So wow. it's a, it's a it's a big jet. I can't wait to fly it. I've watched the videos, like I said, and I, and I saw a couple of good reviews and said, No, nope, this is a jet for me. I'll enjoy it into twenty twenty and just have a lot a really good time. All right. So hot sellers. This is this is Tyler who's on the chat. He's he's one of the guys from from Great Hobbies here in Ottawa. And I kind of mm-hmm. was watching over the holidays, and I really enjoyed watching this. And 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 he says um, with some positivity that they feel like the hobby industry is actually in this turnaround and is starting to, to, to you know start moving again. Mavic Mini, boom! That thing has got to be like one of the top sellers for 2019. He says, sure, yeah, big RC trucks. Big ones. We're talking like X Max oh, yeah. and the uh, the Artem, yeah. Arda, you know, like those things, like eight S monster trucks Arma, and stuff. Yeah, Arma, yes. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're selling like crazy. And then for whatever reason, as we discussed, it, the EDFs are big and hot too. So it, it's yeah. it's weird. I don't know what the trigger yeah. is, but you know that it's they're right. all going. It's like, de- the hobby is definitely recovered. There's no yeah. doubt. I mean, when people are spending $700 for a jet and seven or $800 for RC cars and trucks now, I mean, yeah. it's definitely, I think it's, I think that's that the, 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 the tinker factor might be down a little bit in that, like mm-hmm. you, you put the battery in and because the technology is there, the traction controls in the trucks, the AS three X in the jet and stuff like that, you just go. You know, yeah. ready to go. Yeah, and, uh, right. Yes, you yep. know, like you're buying and flying, you're ready to run draw, trucks and everything. And so stuff is just working. Um, parts are pretty accessible. Yeah. Immediate the, gratification. We're, they're boom. meeting that need that yeah. <laughs> people yeah. like. And, and even <laughs> even with the car stuff, I again, I, I'm a little behind the curve, but I still just try to read in a little bit. I'm just, it still interests me. Yeah. Just even the technology in the in the trucks and the cars, the the way the, uh, the quality is and they're changing things and making them beefier. I mean, like you said, Andre, they're getting these trucks now that are huge. You know, they, they can run on eight cells and go out and, I mean, literally beat the daylights out of them and, and, and have survive. no issues with them. And, you know? and the jumps yeah. I've seen people do. And, and right. then 
Yep. The information, the the sorry, the, the the speed in which you can access parts to repair them, I think the support end mm-hmm. of it has stepped up a lot. So you can repair your truck. You can find content on yeah. how to repair your truck. You can get the parts for yeah. relatively cheap, and and so this yep. technology is there. Um, and so I think mm-hmm. that's where we've seen a little bit of rebound, and it's on all level. I mean, you can crash a jet, you can buy another jet or repair the jet, you can do tons of stuff, and just so it's been interesting, and, I, and I'm super, I'm really happy to see the industry recovering. Um, there is stuff, um, and even motion has changed. They're, they're, they've gone to some ground-based stuff, so Alpha wants to come on the show to talk about that. So I had to ask around some of my top, or some of our top viewers and listeners and everything to see what is your feeling on ground base? Cause I'm always a little, I love my RC trucks. I've got some, and I, mm-hmm. I bought them because my batteries fit in them and they're hilarious. And I got these yeah. big, right. big, crazy paddle tires that go out in the snow. And it's a really cool thing to do when it's like mm-hmm. minus 30. Oh, that was funny. Seeing, seeing that picture of him tearing oh, yeah. up in the snow I yeah. saw on Facebook yeah, right. where yeah. <laughs> someone was commenting on, I'm like, well, someone was having fun. Yeah. Today but, you know, it's just, <laughs> that is funny. Uh, I'm right. just reading on, uh, yeah, and it's just reading uh, reading everybody's comments and everything as we go along. So it's been a really, you know, like if you were to tell me in the beginning of the year that we would see some of this stuff, and the, there's comments here, Frank was saying, like the store near him is actually expanding. We do see stores shutting down, but a lot of them, I think, are shutting down because they can't find, you know, the, the, the owners are retiring and they're, they're an older generation and they can't mm-hmm. find anybody to replace. Right. But then you get some decent chains that are starting to actually, you know, you know, uh, they're, they're, they're catching their stride and everything. So fingers crossed that it's yeah. a good sign, and, one, on the economy end of it, and two, on, on the hobby end of it. Right. And, and I think personally, and I could be wrong, this is just my own opinion, is a lot of these older hobby shops that, that was run by older people that weren't keeping – I've seen it around yeah. here before in this area – and they don't keep up with the technology. They're still, you know, trying to get these older balsa kits or they have the same clientele and they're not getting the new products or they don't know information on the new stuff or what's coming out. That's where I seen the decline yeah. on some of the, you know, if you got a newer shop and you have people a in website? there that know what's going on and yeah, a website uh, and know the new technology and keep up on everything. You know, we got a local one here that that's pretty good about doing that, and they their business is uh, is doing fantastic. So yeah. I think that's where we've seen the decline in the the uh, older hobby shops. Yeah. Um. I guess under the ugly, I guess we'll we'll talk about it. Um. Hobby King is all but dropped off the radar. Um. Some of the information. What is going like? Okay. So from yeah, what I know, they. They shut down. Uh, they shut down the Australian office, which was basically responsible for a lot of their uh, brand control and also all their social media. So they basically went dark on their social media. Uh, we wow. haven't seen anything in weeks. Um, Didn't they do most of the development down there too? I thought. Yeah. Yeah, people like Steve oh. who were designing the aircraft and everything. So Ian, Ian. Uh, that all that whole shop was shut down. And so I don't know what's going on. I haven't talked to anybody. I've prompted a few people that I know and and haven't received anything. I haven't even bothered looking at RC groups because it's all speculation there. But it's unfortunate because, you know, for the longest while, at least in my limited RC, I mean, I've been back in RC now since 2013, they were my leaping point. That's where I got all my initial parts from. That's where I bought majority Mm -hmm. of my airplanes. But... 
as time has gone on, that delta where we're used to say, okay, I'm going to go buy uh, a Durafly versus an E-Flight mm-hmm. because the price differential, well, yes, with the shipping right. cost, the tariffs and everything, that price mm-hmm. differential has gone creeping. away. So, right. I mean, you look at an aircraft, you look at some of the stuff when we were looking, and, and nothing new has come out from there as a, as a vendor. So you, you basically have, you know, we're, we're left with a couple, we're left with FMS, E-Flight, um, and, and Motion as far as our top foam providers. I mean, mm-hmm. Dynam is still doing stuff, but I haven't bought a new Dynam in, in, in forever. Yeah. And... You know, again, I don't know exactly what's going on, but when you lose somebody who's super passionate about it, mm. like Steve and, you know, and Stuart went, you know, retired there for a little while and then went elsewhere and, you know, and now they shut down Ian, like, who are they getting to, to do anything? The, yeah. the development or yeah. come up with the ideas or, you know, because uh, we were fortunate enough before Steve, you know, kind of left Hobby King, we got to see some of the stuff that was on the books that, you know, yeah. was maybe in the process or they were thinking about doing. And, you know, and it was amazing, like really exciting. And now I'm sure that stuff's yeah. on the back burner or it doesn't even exist right now. We'll see. So I'm going to, hmm. I'm going to put that under, uh, yeah. hopefully we see as part of the recovery for 2020 that they, um, th- th- that they come back. I don't know who our point of contact will be. I keep prompting, you know, the people I do know to see, um, because they are, yeah. I mean, I still want to, I, it's, I don't want to see any fail. I don't want to see any business fail because th- we run out of no. options for the hobby. More competition, the better. Well, this is it. This yeah, is it. It right. breeds. It breeds innovation. It breeds a variety. You know, uh, we don't want to see the right. same old warbird year after year after year. Right. Yep. Um, Steve was saying, you know, it's a sad state right now at HK, but it's uh, nothing more than a reshuffle uh, right now. And see. you know, at one point, it, you know, I gave HK all the props in the world. Uh, you know, a few years back when. Mm-hmm. Stuart was there, you know, we were getting the same warbirds out. They were doing the same things with them. Nothing was changing and the prices were, were pretty high. And then boom, the Durafly, uh, warbirds and planes started coming out. We had good durability, um, good scale, good, you know, flying characteristics and everything. And it really, honestly, I think made everybody else step up to the plate, create some good quality airplanes, good scale, good flying characteristics. And, you know, I, I really relate that to HK and I thought they were really, you know, and even with Steve, Steve, some of the planes that, uh, Steve helped develop and put out there again, I think it was raising the bar again. I, I think the, the C one thirty even to this day, even though I'm kind of not involved in the, uh, RC hobby much anymore, but I still think that was a game changer and one of the best, you know, planes, uh, that hit the market. Mm-hmm. Yep. A lot of people said that couldn't be done. Yep. And all we said so. was bring it on. But again, I still haven't flown one, Chris. Damn it. <laughs> um, Steve says again, and I know he's told, told us this before. He says, our RCH exclusive, Stuart, is back at Hobby King. So I, I know we've heard that before. Yeah. I haven't heard it officially, yeah. but uh, Steve says he's back. So uh, yeah. we'll see what happens with that. That could be a good thing. I think so. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Like I said, 2020 could be good. So we'll find out. Mm-hmm. My fingers crossed. I hope they do come back because from our podcast standpoint, a Hobby King was our was by far one of our, our biggest supporters. And unfortunately, it just yes. 
You Absolutely. Know? I, yep. uh, I miss them. I miss yep. talking to them. I miss dealing with them. I miss, uh, I miss some of the, uh, yep. the inside information we were always receiving because it just made good for, it made for yep. great shows content. So. Yes. Yeah. I agree. And yep. I, and, and, you know, it's funny, um, you know, Steve, Steve is, Steve still, he and I, we talk, uh, you know, the holidays have been a little lean because sure. we've been doing our things, but we talk all the time because he's just, you know, we're, we're friends. And and it's, uh, that was always something like a, you, you go from, and even Alpha, we chatted today, wishing ourselves, you know, happy, happy holidays. Net checked in how he's doing. And, mm-hmm. and you know, it's just, yep. it, it becomes, they become your friend. Uh, we're not just, you know, you know, we, we do this podcast cause uh, I'm doing it because it's passionate, but they also, you know, there's, there's a human aspect to it. So, you know what guys, yes. we're going to have some fun. You guys have never been the victims, hot seat Uh-oh. victims. Yes. <laughs> yes. I'm so, on the other receiving yes, end of this. Yes, you're on the receiving end. I don't know if end. I like it. I get to I think have it's a time lot for me to Yeah. Good night. We'll see you later. Uh, <laughs> good night, everybody. <laughs> no. I think the dog's got to go outside or something, right? I may have to go outside. <laughs> I don't know. All right. All right. So, so. Bring it on. We uh, The hot seat questions have actually grown into a bit of a favorite because – they just over the time the questions get better and better, and every time we do it, I add another couple in there. So we'll we'll have some fun. Most of these are going to be pretty plain, Jane. I might have to edit them because I I think we know we've got enough history between the three of us <laughs> to know what a lot of these answers are. Uh, <laughs> Adam wants to know if you're going to the Toledo show in 2020. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Well, okay, let's rephrase yeah, that. Is it the we, bar or we, the yeah, show? We yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, Adam, a, we will be at Toledo. Whether we're uh, at the show, I'm not 100% sure. But the wives, yeah, honey, we're going to the Toledo you know show. What? We should just get a room. <laughs> yeah. No, wait a minute. Whoa, too much. Separate room. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean that we can really enjoy the event yeah, right. <laughs> to its entirety. Right. We'll have to work on that. That way we don't have to drive. We are definitely going to Toledo. There's no nice. no doubt about that. Nice. All right. Question number yeah, 21 for you two clowns. What is your favorite part of a hobby? Favorite what? Favorite part of the hobby. Favorite... I'd say coming for me. Yeah, I would say that's People basically for me, yeah, where it started. Like, I, you know, I yeah, bought an RC flying, plane, but seeing other people yeah. fly and enjoy and share experiences. That's, that's right. really key for me. I and, know. you know, I'd go out and fly my little foam plane and crash it and get discouraged. And then when I, you know, actually started with my, uh, I've talked about a million times, but my buddy, Pat Humbert, we'd go out and fly for an hour and sit and talk for two hours yeah, about have, planes or this or that, you yeah. know? So yeah, it's probably Memories the, and stuff yeah, the people you meet, the, the fun times. Yeah. The, the people I've met through this rc community it's unbelievable from all over the world it it still to this day blows my mind and i've traveled all over the country to motorcycle races for almost 20 years and and i've met more people through the small network of uh the rc community but andre let me let me say though real quick it's also kind of been a curse too because uh i started out this podcast just to kind of be fun and you know get the group together and through the five years and the longer we were doing it, you kind of got to see how small mm-hmm. of a community it really is. And and everybody knows everybody. And, you know, you talk to one person somebody else will get upset or vice versa. So I got to kind of see both sides of it. Yeah. Regardless of that, that point though, yep. it, it's still the, 
people I've met and and the fun times we've had yeah. goofing off and acting like kids yep. that we it that we are a childish yes for sure. childish yeah no, no. Yeah. <laughs> grown man child right. but you know yeah um, yes yeah. no completely agree number six wheels mm. uh, belly landers or wheels oh belly landers for sure we've always been about belly landers yeah, like it's just there's some about just being able to pull your plane out of the back seat throw a battery in it chuck it and go yeah, and you don't have to work yeah Perfect. You, you don't have to worry <laughs> about it i don't get me wrong i love the gear you know the flaps the whole full air plane i do this you're right <laughs> My nose yeah. is in the ground. And there's <laughs> there's nothing like doing touch and goes yeah. with a plane. I you yeah. know, don't get me wrong. Yeah, there's fun for both. For or sure. or you get a big giant high wing bush plane with giant wheels, you know, that we how much fun have we had with those things like the tundra or the timber or something of that nature. But uh, belly landers, but you belly can go landers, to any field and fly. Yes, you don't have to be restricted right. to short grass no. or other yep. things that gives you a lot more versatility. Yeah, it could be snowing out. I mean, yeah. It's, so belly landers. Cool. All right, number nineteen. What's your go-to plane? Oh boy. <laughs> I I I would say at this point, man, it's been so long since I've flown. I'm trying to think really. Like, it would be a toss-up right now. Probably still, honestly, to this day, between the Radiant. <laughs> that was mine. Is answer. that yours too? That that's probably would be my first choice. You know, there's still something about just pulling out the radiant, laying down in the grass, chucking it up in the air, set your radio down, just chatting, looking for thermals. There's probably nothing better, better than that. My second is close, though. I'd say the timber. I had so much fun. I had more fun with that timber than I ever (laughs) dreamed I would have. Being able to be on the water, do the stall, all that stuff. It had so many different aspects of flying that I didn't have access to until then yeah and I, and I really enjoyed a lot of features that provided for me yeah nice and flying <laughs> question 36 <laughs> is that it no oh, 36 no. question 36 oh, okay. there's 41 in total but i'm i'm running ra- i do them randomly here um uh, corsair okay. or hellcat Oh, Corsair. No questions asked. Corsair is one of my absolute favorite planes. It was actually, uh, some of them were built here in Akron at the Goodyear plant. I've always been a fan of the Corsair, the whistling death. I mean, I, I love that airplane, so no questions. Cool. Number 23 is fixed wing rotary or multi-rotor? Oh, fi- fixed wing for me. For sure. I mean, I dabble in the multi-rotors and I like them a little bit, but I've, I never went that full circle in the multi-rotor. I mean, they're, they're fun. We've had good times with them. Don't get me wrong. We've had a lot of good, but there's just something about a plane. I've always been just super. I appreciate the plane. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm Um, trying to get into the rotor ride. More, I'll be honest. Yeah, did that show up yet? You, I know you bought a new one. Well, it never showed up. It never showed well, up. They canceled the order. It was out of stock. But then Chad's trying to sell me on the new digital FPV and oh, all this stuff. He's yeah. like, you got to get this. So next time I see him, he's yeah. going to have some suggestions oh, for me to gotcha. buy. I think that nice. I'm going to have to look into <laughs> Well, if you do get, if you do finally use your DX9 with your digital system, let me know how it goes. <laughs> We'll have to read the manual to turn it off. Oh, jeez, yeah. I was so humble. I was like, where do we turn this on? That was hilarious. Uh, Question number 20. Uh, Glow, gas, or electric? 
Well, I, I, I'd say as far as, oh man, probably electric, electric overall. Electric yeah. I never really experienced the I, others, I've always had a soft spot in my heart for gas, though. You know, I, I really was hardcore into the gas cars for a long time, so I really appreciate But we just don't really have a good place to fly gas airplanes around here unless we travel a good ways, so... But I, I do have a soft spot for gas engines, for sure. But, I never had the experience to really vote on that one. Mm-hmm. I, I might, I might, it might happen this year for me. I last year flying the jets, man. If I could have gotten my turbine ticket, I would have been all over that. But I, I priced out a turbine jet. Went okay. That's that's, that's oh, there's Andre that. stupid, no. and then there's the whole other level yeah. of Andre stupid, right? And I'm like, you know, there's boundaries. There are <laughs> yeah. got to be boundaries. And so the turbine thing, can, <laughs> hey, the turbine thing can wait. But Adam, Adam says, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, Adam says your quad was with it with your maker knife. You got it. You got your maker knife though. It's in his pocket. He has it. It only took eleven months. Eleven months. Look at Adam. He's got the maker knife. See, you got a black one. Yes, yeah, he's got it. There it even go. came with red. A red. Yeah, yeah I had red. I... I can put it there. Yeah. And um, on the maker knife, we got to congratulate David, uh, who's going to be a dad uh, in 2020. So there's something new for 2020. He's finally going to be a he's going to be a new papa. So that'll be pretty cool. We'll have to get him on the show eventually. I talked with him a little bit. Oh, the excitement there! I can't believe. Can we tell? Can we tell a quick funny story about that? Of course. Oh yeah, real yeah, quick. Yeah. So, I think I know David David was here for, for a little three, while, three and of course we so. we got together and we all went out to eat. Awesome. We were all having a great time, <laughs> and I don't know. I think I think Adam started it. We all got on the subject about I don't know if he asked us about kids or something, and <laughs> and of course we all go off. And Adam's talking about his crazy teenage girls. I'm talking about my crazy boys, and you're. And we're going on and on, and he got this strange look on his face, and we knew way before everybody else. And he goes, "Well." Uh, my wife's pregnant. We're like, oh, oh no, no. <laughs> kids are great. Oh, there's no, you're going to love it. It's going to change. Oh, man. We just, we felt like this big, you know. Open mouth. Yeah. Uh, yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah. It was pretty fun. I've had those conversations. And, and too, I guess she told her right before he came yes. here. Like, he didn't have any time no. to like, re- respond or no. anything. She's like, by the way, I'm pregnant. Yeah. He's like leaving the door. You know, right. I head to the US. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, wow. Right. Have fun. Yeah. Think about that on your trip over there. Yeah, yeah. It's he'll he'll do fantastic. He'll he'll have um, he'll have a, he'll he'll be experience. An I, I look forward to the uh, watching uh, watching his journey. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think y'all are. Yeah, yeah. His yeah, kids he, definitely gonna learn how to uh, blow things up real soon. It'll be fun to watch. <laughs> I would love to see his Play-Doh factory when he gets one. <laughs> It's gonna be so elaborate. <laughs> <laughs> be laced with tannerite. It'd be blowing shit up. Make her never shot with tannerite. Oh man, rocket baby. Um, uh, but on, on the gas question, so I, I today I dropped a hundred and eighty dollars on my Mac membership and my club, my flying club membership. So I was out there in the wow. fall and everything. No well, you know, yeah. So and the, and the part of that is just, you know, if we have an issue at the field, well, if I get there and I can't go flying, well, I can drive over to the real field, right? It's twenty thirty minutes drive, but I'm I'm legit. Right. But 
What it means no, is the possibility of a gasser is very realistic because yeah. I can store it in the garage. Right. You know, I don't think I want to do nitro because nitro is ugh, right? I mean, it's just messy. Yes. Um, so the gasser might and, happen one day. And, I think it'd be so cool with the gasser, the amount of time you can fly compared to electric. I yeah. Mean, is that, isn't the times a yeah, lot longer yeah. with that flight? Most, most of the time. That would be what's so nice and, about it. You know, we talked about this a while back too, is we really thought, you know, the, a lot of the nitro uh, small little engines were getting converted over to gas. And, you know, the, we're, we're down to like a 15, uh, 15 cc, maybe even now a 10 cc gas motor. So unbelievable. Yeah, we yeah. thought there for a while that the the, the, the small gas balsa planes were really going to start to pick up. But that seemed that to really discussion. never take off, which is kind of a bummer. Well, yeah. I thought maybe it would. So we'll see. So. There's no promises, but, you know, if it goes. My biggest thing I noticed when I flew at the club, because I did this in September, so I'm there, I'm flying my Tundra, and uh, and the gas mm-hmm. planes are going. I can't hear my Tundra, and I'm like, oh, this is so annoying because I'm running on my, 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 my <laughs> sketchy, my now sketchy A-spec packs, and I'm like, is it still oh, running? Yeah. I can't tell. Um, yeah. I, I was really appreciated. There was some really bigger uh, gas-powered 3D planes, but they had really nice mufflers, and I appreciate it because I find the high-pitched noise almost hurtful to my ears. So I was like, mm-hmm. so we'll, we'll see. Um, if I can find something I like, I'll definitely go for it. So there we go. 8cc uh, gasters, according to... Uh, to uh um Eddie. oh wow that's pretty cool wow. that's gotta be really high pitched though yeah. eight cc that's gotta hurt all right question number 17 Ooh. we're having too much fun hey first airplane <laughs> what was your first airplane uh, my first airplane <laughs> and i've told multiple stories with this airplane it was the old let me think. I think mine I can picture it. Shot with a rubber band. Oh. <laughs> it was the old Hobby Zone J J three Cub, I think, the yellow one, the nice. the generic one, like the piece of crap one. Before I realized they had a bigger, bigger, you know, the the white I guess version. You need to rephrase the question. Is it the first plane we actually flew, or the first <laughs> plane we bought? <laughs> difference in my book <laughs> well that was the first one i flew and bought so you're good on yeah both. now i i bought one and i couldn't fly it i had the prop on back where i had all <laughs> kinds of things going on it was a it's a p it was a p41 or p oh I jesus think. mike it, i still have it you the guy do? gave it back to me i was so frustrated oh I was that the one in the one, box the you showed oh yes what is I forget uh, that. didn't that come from like harbor freight or something <laughs> i remember, I remember you were showing that to me Boom, into the dirt. Every time I hand launched it, and I had so many things wrong, I didn't know what I was doing by myself. And and it was funny. The one I actually truly flew and enjoyed was the Sky Surfer. That was my first true RC experience where I could enjoy it with Chad helping me. And it was so funny back then because I knew nothing. I I flew at Butler Park, which is actually right across the road from the airport. You can actually almost see the end of the runway. It was on this old 27 megahertz, and the plane would cut in and out and be like, and you never knew what it was going to do. What type of plane was it? I'm sorry. It was a Hobby funny. Zone. Google that, Andre. See if you can find an old picture. It was in the old Hobby Zone. I think it was a it was a J3 Cub, but it was yellow. They had a newer model, which was the white one that most everybody had. That eventually you could put uh, uh, like cut ailerons in with it. Like I bought one of those later, and it flew a hundred percent better. But the first one was a 
I might have a picture on my phone, Andre, and yeah, I can mine send was that, it to you. That blue Mustang, I know. Oh, what a piece of junk that thing was! <laughs> I was crashed it, it so many mil? times. I get so mad. Eleven hundred. No, million? way no, smaller. Okay. I way think. Smaller? Okay. I think. Yeah. It was. It was yellow. Let me look on my phone real quick. But you can keep going while I'm looking. Yeah. But that was my. What was yours? Oh, that Sky Surfer was the one I actually flew. But I had that Mustang, that blue Mustang. Oh we yeah. You thought it was bought from Harbor Freight. Yeah. I, it was a Harbor Freight, but it was. <laughs> Yeah, it was know. pretty bad looking. I do remember that. <laughs> I think it used a NICAD battery, too. Yeah, yeah. That's what this plane had, NICAD battery. Oh, it was awful. I think I honestly, I got it back because I thought I would throw some newer technology into it. And yes. Because really, it looked okay. Right. It just needed, it just needed some Updated. performance features yeah. on it. I'm looking on it. And it was, I'm pretty fun. sure it was just like a... Was it a three-channel radio? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it that's just had throttle and that's rudder, what mine was. Just three-channel. Yep. And I couldn't even get those things right. <laughs> I had the prop one backwards. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> oh, jeez. I thought I had a picture of it on my phone, like from years ago, but maybe not. Yeah, I got it, Andre. Here it is. I'll send I it to it. you. It was, yeah, it was the oh, I'm sorry, Andre. It was the Park Zone J3 Cub. Okay, all right. Here, picture like my Cub almost similar, not completely. Pictures coming to you. Mine's well, the Super Cub though. I won't be able to punch it over because the you're sending it to me on my Mac and I'm doing the show on the PC, but whatever. But we get the all idea. All right, well, I'll send it to you. I didn't. Okay. Yeah. We'll throw it in the show. I'll show notes. it on camera here. There you go. That looks Hold a lot here. more flight uh, There we go. Got it. Da, 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 da. That was nice. the Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Remember I that one? Yep. And what I still got the, uh, <laughs> I, I still have my other airplane. Yeah. Rubber bands and the wings. Oh, yeah. Got to do it. So, all right. I remember Pete selling me the Sky Surfer, though. I was watching Pete. The, oh, <laughs> the my video God, Pete. from Banana Hobby. <laughs> That guy could sell Amish poop in a bag. That guy could sell anything. Man. Well, we saw him at the. T I didn't talk to him, but we he was saw at the. At the t was he there? Yeah, because you're like that was Pete. And I'm like, oh no really? Way. Oh yeah. I know we saw him. Good old there. Pete. <laughs> man, he what did he used to say to me? Hello, hello friends. Or, yeah, hello, hello friends. I know it's something. Uh, was it something like that. Hello pilots. Oh, yeah. Hello pilots. <laughs> hello pilots. I'll start a video like that one day. There you go. Yeah. The killer, the killer oh, cat Pete. on camera. Um, he made right. it look so easy. Um, I must have watched a hundred of his oh, videos. I watched though. a lot too. He sold me on that yeah. sky server and he's flying inverted right in front of him. I'm like, I can do that. I can do that. <laughs> I can turn right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Question number three. This will probably be real. I, I can't wait to see the answers on this one. Name someone who changed your view on the hobby. Well, I know my answer. There you go. Go ahead. Probably. Anyway, Mike. Um, go well, ahead, Mike. Chad Capper, obviously. I mean, he's he's the only reason I got in the air with this. Even the Sky Surfers, basic and glider like that, that plane was. He's like, this is a good one to learn on. And we actually took off from the belly, like, I, I just throttled up because I was so nervous to do a hand launch at that point. I did not want to do it. And he's like, well, we can take off on a, on the slippery grass or whatever. Sure enough, it did take off on the ground. We throttled it up. I think we had to scoot it a little to get it yeah, going. Yeah, right, right. But to just get me over that, that, that fear, yeah. fear factor with it. And he, he helped me so much. And I know he's he learned a lot. 
probably through David and stuff too, yeah. and just online. He he researches things very well. Right. And it made it possible for me to get in the air. Yep. Um, I'm going to have. Yeah, I'm going to have to say David. Uh, he changed two for two. Really? Yeah, two Mendes two reasons. Yes. Yep, no way. I would yeah, guess that. Two reasons. One, uh, it got me completely fascinated. Like, yeah, the multi rotor thing was cool, and I remember Chad messing around with it, and I remember Bixler, you know. But I was just like, eh, doesn't really enter. Like, it was cool. But when David got over here with the tricopter and the you know the, the little bit more technology he had. And the things he could do with that tricopter and, you know, they were doing air to air stuff back then, which is really kind of new for back, you know, yeah, 10 years ago. Sure was. Uh, so that was one. But the biggest thing really, and I'll never forget this is, you know, Wayne and I were huge into the gliders and, and the radiance and everything. And he says we were in, in doing an episode with flight tests and we were done at the end of the day and we were talking about gliders. And he says, well, did you ever try a DLG? And we're like, what the hell is a DLG? He's like, well, you've never seen one. You, you hang it. There's no motor and you whip it and you, you throw it in the air and you, and we're like, what? Never heard of a DLG. And he sat down and showed his videos and what they were. So, and, and then we got into flying DLG. So he really brought me in the back into Yeah. It. Some different aspects that I, I, you know, I never really knew was out there, but especially you flew the, before you met, knew him. Oh yeah. 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 Just planes and stuff. Yeah. And then, Actually, even after that, he got us into um, uh, high starts with the gliders. But he inspired you the most. Yeah, he probably wow. got me to try newer things more than more than well, anybody. That's awesome. Yeah. So, nice. shout out to David. There you go. We'll have to get him on the show one day before uh, before yep. he becomes a busy dad. Yeah, um, before. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he bought number. a little excavator too. That was pretty funny to hear about trying to get your input on that little. <laughs> oh yes, that was the other funny story. Yeah, we He's were. Like, How do you level the ground? Up? <laughs> oh my god! Poor David. He uh, he bought a little mini excavator for something. I don't even remember what it was. And he was asking me like, "Whoa, you operate equipment every day? Like, how do you do this? And why do you do?" I just thought it was kind of funny. It was. <laughs> anyway, sorry. I I'll have to. We'll have to catch him up with him and get him on. Uh, Bill Decker wants to know. Uh, how does Mike not own the Dr. Squatch Soap Company? <laughs> That's a good question. Why don't you own the Dr. Squatch Soap Company? Are you an investor? Silent partner we don't know about? Oh, and that, uh, I got to show these oh, cookies no. my sister made. I've oh, seen them. Yes. Them on Facebook. Those were awesome. That was great. Awesome. She is so talented. Well, he's looking up she that. So well, he's looking up that. Question <laughs> Question number yeah. 14, Spitfire versus mm -hmm. Mustang. Oh, don't even ask me that. <laughs> I, you should. That's a dumb question. No, I, I won't even have to answer that one. Although, let, let me say, of course it's the P-51, but uh, for some reason for a while I was on a Spitfire kick. I, was, I think it was a movie I watched recently and was doing more research into it. I have to say – as of right now, I'm way more of a fan of a Spitfire than I ever was, and, and I, I have a better appreciation for them, but I will probably always be a Mustang fan first. I, um, so, uh, I, there you, yes, Mike. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Believe, <Silent>. my friend. <laughs> He's got his little Santa hat That's on. That's hilarious. <laughs> did you did you watch the documentary it was on netflix the spitfire there was a whole i think so yeah. yes the yeah the all intro. about the plane how yes yeah and it was funny because the intro sequence and all that and the sound everything was great and i was like i was gonna buy the 
the Blu-ray because of like cool. And I, after I watched, it, I was like, as it went on, and they dug and dug and dug. It's like that. It's like the thing right. was like 15, 20 minutes too long, and they were running out of things to talk about, right? Yeah. And but I mean, yeah, right. you saw yeah. how they built it. They saw how they overcome all the issues flying and everything. So yes, either way, yeah, it was it was interesting. So I I, I had a. Anyway, all yep. right. Next question. All right, tail dragger or tricycle gear? Oh boy, um, that's a tough one. Probably tricycle gear, just for the fact that we're where we fly. Yeah. Uh, the tri- tricycle gear always worked. Oh my gosh, the tricycle gear always worked better for us. You know, I love the warbirds There's and the just tail draggers. Options with tricycle gear, really? I don't think out there. <clears throat> well, you know, like the T twenty eight. That's the only one I could think um, of. <laughs> the the <laughs> jets, the new. Yeah, yeah, some the of the jets. The um, the, yeah, the yeah, new... I never flew one tricycle gear. Oh, really? So I can't even. That's yeah. true. That's true. Um, but I'll take a, I'll take a tail dragger over. A, you know, that's my preference. But then you always get the flipovers, and they mm-hmm. can't take off. And you know, the T twenty. That was one thing with the T twenty eight. That plane. I would have liked to fly. That's that a great one. flying really plane. Like you could take off that. and land just about anywhere. So okay, what was, tricycle the, the cool what was that? F- your buddy was learning on was it a delta ray or something like that yeah does that have tricycle gear i can't no. remember oh it did but we had yeah, it we taken take off but uh, it did yeah. have yeah. yeah you take yeah. those off right just all right yeah, i couldn't remember a few more questions because we've actually cracked the two hour mark and been live for almost oh man it's we've been recording for a while um it's a good show. It's way I'm past a lot of fun. bedtime. Way past. What is it? I I was tired before the show started. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, me too. I'm good till two in the morning. Oh, yet. <laughs> killing me, killing me. Um, Why not the work? So. Question thirty. How long have you been in the hobby? Uh, not super long, but uh, it seemed to progress pretty fast. Uh, let's see. I got. I don't know if I ever told the story. Um. We had my son, was born in, oh gosh, this is terrible, 2004, and then we moved up to where we were were here in like 2006, so it had to be right around 2007 because um, my wife worked nights, so I had my son a lot on my own, and I couldn't do a whole lot, and there was, the motorcycling was kind of out, you know, I couldn't lock him in the car and go right on the- You could put him on a sidecar? No, <laughs> strap them to and, the bar. <laughs> you know, having having a pilot's license and not being able to fly and everything, I thought, well, what's the next best thing? I'd fly an RC airplane. I knew nothing about it. Did no research. Went right down to our hobby shop and said, "Hey, I want an airplane to fly." <laughs> Luckily, they kind of steered me in the right direction. Yeah. So I guess I started in uh, right around 2006 or maybe 2007. I'm sure I was a couple there. years later than that. Right, 2009, yeah. if I did guess. I don't know offhand. Yeah. So not really a long time. Yeah. When, which has uh, been what, 10 year, years now. 12 when I years. rejoined the Flying Club, they had my information. It was uh, 98, 99. Uh, but, wow. I mean, well, I mean, but that was like, I, I, I had yeah. like less than one flight on on, on the books, right? It's just, you know, yes. my, my, my yeah. SIG LT40. And I'm just standing here going, that's a lot of money flying <laughs> through the air, right? Yeah. And, and just a different right. reality, yeah. different time, different income bracket. Yeah. Um, and then, right. So, yeah, 2013 for me. And then, you know, two years later, we're yakking away on a podcast. <laughs> right. So, 
There you right. go. So yeah, we've all been been in and around for what we've seen the hobby change a little bit. We've been on the Oh end, so you know. much. This is it. I don't know where so. the time goes. Honestly. I know. I really don't. Yeah. My wife just found I don't know where she found it. Matter of fact, I should go get it. It's upstairs. It was somebody gave us from flight test when we were still kind of involved there for a while. It was a Christmas ornament and it oh, said yeah, I have twenty fifteen on it and it says thanks for the five years. So that was been 2010. Yeah, when no we kidding. Started. Wow, that sounds about right. Because I was 2009. Yeah, I eight, just I just read it. Because I was with Chad before they even right, started it. Right, right. And stuff. Yep, yep. So I know it was before that for me. So it's hard to believe that flight test started in 2010. We started flying about a year before he even got with Bixler and stuff and started the yeah, show. Yeah, right. Think. Yep, yep. Interesting. Alex is 1977. I, <laughs> I would have been two. I- <laughs> Wow. I All miss right. those garage days, though. Yeah. Shoots. Actually, it was, yeah, there's a lot of comments about that today, uh, about people reminiscing. It must be just that time of year that people are talking about different yeah, things. Yeah, so. so. uh, yep. number Number 12, your favorite RC of all time. Your favorite RC moment of oh. all time. I've got oh, mine. Oh, favorite moment. Yeah. Oh, man, there's been so many. <laughs> We've had many. quite a few we shared through I, the years. I, so many. I'm interested to hear <laughs> there's yours. Pro- there's probably I, what, a couple. I know. All right. I, I think. All right. I know two one two, popped, it, I two know. popped into my head, like popped into my head. So I'm going to go with that. So go ahead, Mike. You go first. No, I want to hear you. All right. So the, <laughs> the first one I'll never forget. And it's the best story. And I've told it a million times. So I apologize for those out there yeah, that have heard it. I know. We were fairly new. We were flying the T-28 Trojans. It was me and my uh, good buddy, Pat Humbert. I I figured it was with him. You had some good stories. Oh, that guy could crash like nobody's business. (laughs) I'll never forget the one with the mesh fence you told me. That's it. I knew it. We were, you know, it got to the point we were flying every weekend together. And we were getting pretty good, doing formation stuff, getting crazy, inverted. And we used to get a lot of people who would come out and watch us fly around. They thought, oh, man, this is fantastic. Well, the it happened they had some band thing going on. There must have been 50 people outside of a bus waiting to go watching us fly. And here comes Pat. And he comes around. He was doing inverted and everything. Well, we didn't know what happened at the time. But he says, I lost control. I have no control. I have no control. The plane went full throttle and it went through a chain link fence and it was like a paper shredder. That's what you the said. thing You'll just never went forget and it come out the other side and it was just foam pieces. And everybody around just, you heard this, oh, oh, and we were just like, oh my gosh, this is so embarrassing. I mean, literally pieces. <laughs> Later on, we find out what happened was we had the old DX6i radios and they just took like normal, you know, four AA batteries. Mm-hmm. One of them corroded inside and as he was flying, it must have just got the radio shut off <laughs> and that he just lost control. That's probably my best story. I remember that one. Nothing really. Um, Actually, there's probably three. The the other really good one was uh, our other buddy, Pat, uh, when he uh, had his ailerons inverted. (laughs) Well, twice. (laughs) Twice, But where he he had the near miss with with the – were you there (laughs) that day? Oh, oh, my gosh. Yeah, that was a good one. But the other good one, Mike, that probably made me laugh really hard was with the bush buell (laughs) when when it took off and we did the 80-mile-an-hour taxi. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> I never saw a plane zip across. I, the I have never seen a plane go that fast across and have no control. Oh, We're just like, what do we do? We're just watching this thing burn up around the field. As fast as it was going, you would think it naturally would just lift off. Yes. It was going so freaking fast. Never, it never took off. It was pegged to the ground the whole time. Wide oh. open. We're like, what is going to stop this thing? Oh, my God. Oh, that was that the funniest was thing. I never seen anything zip across uh. the ground that fast. All right, what's yours? Well, people, everyone will know the one, but the the one that right turn, Mike. Well, the coordinated turn. <laughs> oh, the coordinate. Yes, yeah. yes, that was which great. was part of that left turn right. deal. I mean, that all built up to that coordinated turn. Yeah, scene, same plane. <laughs> But uh, also losing my H quad completely. Oh, that's right. <laughs> and did, <laughs> at work, I'm flying, showing the guys. Yeah. Next thing Thinking I know, you're all cool, I, swear, I swear it was a brownout because I, I just expended the batteries to no end, just yeah. covering real high by right. Route 8 bridge and stuff. And all of a sudden, it just took off to the left, and it was in the <laughs> deepest part of the woods around there that – there was no finding right thing. i knew when it was lost and yeah. i had quite a bit invested especially at yeah, that time and something that. like that and they're like what do you do now i'm like uh, <laughs> nothing got my transmitter <laughs> pretty good there i didn't lose that back to work over time oh, we're some overtime, like, yeah. they're all like waiting for me to do something like i was going to recover this thing i'm like flip a switch and it comes back they're all standing there waiting well, I, for I, it to come back well, but did, it ain't coming t- back I, mike well, i did tell everyone i had a return to home feature but i never fig- figured it oh, out or right. whatever. I didn't tell him that I didn't really figure out how to use that part or anything. <laughs> oh, geez. Uh, but, oh my gosh, that was pretty comical. And oh. then obviously the coordinated turns. No one's gonna forget that one. I'm seeing Mike Finley looking at that thing like, oh, that was good. What is going on? What, what about you, Andre? What was your yeah your favorite? I, I have one one of my favorites of you. But go ahead. <laughs> well, I I'd have to say the first uh, our first little get together. What was that? 2015. Uh huh. May of 2015 was probably the first one, right? Because 14 would have been no, it was 16. May of May of 2016 might have been because first flight well, fest was first flight fest was 2015, right? That sounds I don't right. That sounds yeah, right. I think it was because right. then was 16 would have been when I came down for our first little get together in May. Yeah, was 17, 18. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We didn't do we one last right. year because of my my anniversary. So I would say the first one right. would have been that. Or you convinced me to come down for come down to Ohio for for Flight Fest. You know, after I'd smacked up a race car. So you know. Yeah. You know, go go right. drive for 900. So what's yours and of me then? The favorite one, of Andre, when he was building that huge. Autonomous quad, (laughs) and it takes off in the backyard and just goes. Oh, that! Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, The the fear and anxiety in his voice when he when I talked to him, like, you ain't ever gonna believe it. It it just went by itself. I thought, (laughs) and it landed on on a roof, like on the other side of town yeah, practically or whatever yep. oh that was hilarious yep. like Last i thought you were ruined for like oh for freaking apm quad you know what that thing never flew again yes that, that's in a box somewhere yeah. the parts have been used for other stuff i don't trust that flight controller i'll take my i'll take my p4 but yeah lesson learned there right you know never go cheap yeah. on a flight controller <laughs> I still don't know where it went. You know, I still I, don't know where it went. People sometimes ask if you ever lost a craft, and I did lose the H-quad completely. But yeah. the kinetic, I thought, was in that category too. But I yeah. did finally, oh, they found right. it in oh. pine tree they chopped down last year or something. Oh, that's right. That's right. <laughs> so I can't put that in yeah. my classification of never being found. Uh, <laughs> do you guys have any craft that you never found that went out beyond even finding? No. any? Because I don't hear many stories of that, really. Yeah. 
But you guys are more uh, safe in what you're doing. The, the, I, I have to say things. the other good. Yeah, oh, I yeah. Know we've all had our crashes, but I just wondered if it completely went out of sight or you lost. Because I know Chad lost that maxi swift mm. out. There. It was way out there mm. somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was. That I guess was we never really gone, gone. we never really finagle with long range too much no. though either. But I was pretty much line of sight. I have to say things. the other good story that was good was when you put the uh, the what was it the, the night plane in the tree the, the visionary oh, yes and you were so devastated and storming. i don't know how i didn't die that night thunder and lightning <laughs> i had two tree stands oh. i set up to get that plane yes. out of a tree in a thunderstorm that I'm was up, bad oh. we sh- you should i should have I mean, died because yeah. i was cutting limbs down they I were know. falling on I me know. in my stand uh, when i was uh, like 30 uh, feet in the air i'm like mike we'll get it tomorrow no i gotta get it out now we gotta get it out I'm like, oh my god and believe me i've climbed trees and uh, been high and these i was up there trying to get that that thing was right at the apex of that tree and i'm chopping tree wrong branches uh, and everything else and saws and i can't believe you even came out that because I, well, I was worried I was you're doing like that solo i know like, and i'm like i can't leave him out there he's a, gonna die i had a big stream light spotlight yeah. cops came out i know i'm like i'm like landing aircraft out <laughs> there looking at this they're like can we help you with anything <laughs> no, like, we're no, just no, getting okay. this airplane out of the tree <laughs> okay oh my gosh oh. i wonder i didn't get arrested all right all right, last question because this is a really this has been good. I like in the comments too. All right. uh, last one is number thirty nine. It is bank and yank or rudder. Oh, bank, bank and yank. yank. Yeah, because I always <laughs> coordinated my rudder automatically anyway. <laughs> I, didn't I, cheated. To, I didn't learn to use rudder till like last year or two years ago. <laughs> Rudder? What's, What's that? <laughs> left, Mike. Left. Chad would Other always left. keep on me because he's like, when you get low to the ground, you can't use the ailerons. I'm like, yeah, I do all the time. So what if you clip a wing a little? <laughs> It'll still come down. <laughs> I always, always like, cheated with you that. You need to learn rudder. Yeah. Bad. Yeah. But it's something that helped me with rudder. I think we discussed is multi rudder flying. Oh I yeah. Rudder, I use that feature. Yeah, yeah. A lot with with quad flying, right. and that, that's where I finally learned how to use rudder when I started messing with quads. Yeah. Obviously. Right. Whew. Whew. Yes. That's it. Uh, yeah, that's it, guys. All, All right. right. We're gonna we're gonna end up. Any any final thoughts for twenty you know twenty nineteen? Any uh any other uh, ideas? Uh. No, it'll be. I think personally, it'll be interesting to see where the EDF jet thing takes off. Has it hit its peak? Is, do they have technology, more technology, you know, on the cusp that, you mm-hmm. know, that's going to hit soon? I or, would like to see more gliders out there. Oh, I I agree too. Or what about you know the quad? The quad technology has seemed to kind of even out a little bit too. I, I kind of wonder about the Gosh, quad so industry. Oh, I know. It's, it's unbelievable. Besides the the HD and stuff, I you know, it's wondering yeah. what we're, you know what seeing, that's going to do. We, we're not seeing any distinct innovations. We're just seeing no. little refinements. Unfortunately, very like, yeah. little. Okay, fine. Yeah. Batteries yes. have got smart technology in them. We're going to HD on the cameras yeah. and the and the transmission right. link and the quad. We've seen all the miniaturization. We've seen the maximum. You know, yeah. we've seen as far as you're going to get for right. the efficiency off the uh, off the flight controllers and all this stuff and and obviously the modules and da 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 da, da but we haven't seen yeah. that je ne sais quoi Ooh. um yeah so, who knows but on that bombshell i agree there you go this has been an <laughs> awesome show gentlemen I, I i i humbly appreciate uh that you've uh come on to the show and subjected yourself to the yeah, hot seat well, and all the chaos and everything you. yeah yeah thanks for the invite <laughs> 
Thank you very much. So yep, absolutely. there we thank go. You. Wait a minute. I have to use some extra music, right? I got to put on some extra music. We'll say thanks to everybody <laughs> for uh, hanging out with the podcast. With you. you guys, the, the fans have been awesome supporting the show and keeping going. Thank you for all the notes over the year, too. Uh, just encouraging things to keep running. Um, oh, look at that. The music ended. Good God. I got to start all over again. Come on. Let's go. There we go. So there we go. End of 2019. Who would have known the year would have been this crazy and this fun? We'll look forward to talking to everybody in the new year. Um, I'll line up some guests. We'll do some topics. We'll have some fun. Again, Chris and Mike, thank you. Happy New Year. And we'll see you guys thank you. later. Bye, everybody. Thanks, Andre. See, see you. Thanks, see guys. Everyone.